rock and roll! Yep, that's my metal voice. You're welcome. Alright. Let's do this. Internet, it's good to see you. How you been? This is like Door of the Explorer, where I wait for your response. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, actually, there is a response. Thank you, Uncanny Tree. <laughs> I was kind of kidding, but that's the benefit of doing live games. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I'm the map. Actually, there is a map in this game. We're playing <laughs> Descent into Avernus. The map is right here. <laughs> I'm the map. I'm the map. It's the mad. Is that one also? Oh, wow. the I'm sorry. Was that Darcy? I said, is that version of the map also possessed? Uh, yes. I think all of the versions of the map are possessed. We're gonna get sued by. Good job, wizards. I'm impressed. Yeah. We're gonna cross the broken bridge over the lava <laughs> river and into the sand volcano. <laughs> You know, I, I wasn't thinking wow. about it's the funny you say that being possessed, but you are correct now that you mention it. Yeah. Yep. It is the mad <laughs> cartographer. It, it was ahead of its time. Hey kids, do you like violence? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're gonna be. Oh, I'm quoting all what kinds. What scares of stuff. me? Yeah. What scares me is that Carl knew that verbatim. Oh, he knew. He's got. <laughs> He's got kids. He knows. He Dungeons and Dads. He knows what it what it's all about. <laughs> a whole fucking weekend of fucking Dora. I, I get it. I used to set my watch by that. Seriously, you're like, oh, it's 13 minutes so in. Did I. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we're talking about Tortures in Hell tonight, folks. Uh, no, we're playing Tortures in Hell. That's it. Um, so we're doing uh, the, a whole show. That is true. The whole show is possessed. Thank you. <laughs> so welcome back. We're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons tonight. We're playing Descent into Avernus uh, with these fine folks. We started out as a homebrew called Morally Ambiguous, and who knew? They all went to hell. And uh, in a handbasket, no less. So um, actually you went in a portal away gate with that dude right there. But anyway, uh, we're going to do a quick recap. My name is Todd. I'm going to be the DM. You are the internet, and you are part of our game as well. And I want to point out that if you have any game suggestions, uh, ideas, uh, just want to say hey, or you can, you know, cash in some plot points and actually, like, make their lives better or worse, more interesting anyway, we love your creative input. So thank you very much for tuning in. And don't forget, you can always check out our backlog on YouTube and on the various podcast places. So, uh, hey, by the way, I think, where was it? Uh, Ohio just exploded. So thanks very much for the listens, Ohio. Feel free to join the live game and uh, have a say. We even sometimes say bad words. All right, so um, so yeah, keep the kitties uh, kitties at home. This is not Dora the Dora the Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's meet the the lovely people around. That you thought I meant that literally. Uh, I might. Yeah, I'm, I I do take suggestions. For realsy. In fact, it's it's cataloged in the chat right next to my head. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go around the horn, meet all the players, find out who they're playing, and we're going to uh, recap on the game so far because we had a player away last week. So without further ado, I'm going to shut up now. 
and uh, throw it over to Bella. Hey everybody, I'm Bella. I am playing Darmida, no last name given. Uh, she is a Gloomstalker Ranger, and uh, she is a fallen Azimar. And since uh, right before we went to hell, we ran into some version of her mother. Uh, and since we've been in hell, we have met another version of her mother who might be maybe helping us. Don't know. So Absolutely. we'll find out. Yes, and you have that commune. You, you got to roll for that later on today. Don't let me forget that. All right. Do you know I have never fucking made it? I'm just I saying. I did once. Like, never. Like, no, not since you never. met her, though. Anyway, it's, it's fives That's and since... sixes now. So that'll up your odds, hopefully, on the recharge. <laughs> A little bit of custom homebrew nonsense going on here. So let's uh, keep How about, the... I have a suggestion. How about two to six? And that will up my odds. <laughs> I've seen the way you roll. You're right. But unfortunately, I'm not that nice. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, uh, Darcy. Darcy, you're up next. Who are you playing tonight? Hi. Well, I'm playing Henrietta Pedersen, uh, affectionately referred to as Hen. Uh, I do want to say that uh, not all of us came to hell through a portal. In fact, only two of us did. Isn't oh, that that's right. A bunch of us came to hell, but they're not with us anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we lost a few people along the way. Not not to uh, forget about Bankum, R.I.P. and Jay. Uh, or missing. Uh, or missing or dead, absolutely. All right, so tell me a little bit about uh, Henrietta Pedersen. Hen- Pedersen? Pedersen. Oh, Pedersen. Um, yeah, she is a paladin of Pelor. Uh, considers herself a pacifist. And... Uh, Never really got into the paladining thing for a while. She was sort of like, yeah, I'll travel. I'll like keep God in my heart and travel around and kumbaya with people and really picked up some bard skills instead. Uh, then she came to hell and was like, I better shape up. <laughs> it's getting too hot. <laughs> All um, the sto- so. I thought they were stories. <laughs> oh, son of a... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. That's, that's basically her. Unofficially, that's my plan too. I'll just be like, oh crap, this was real. <laughs> there's there's a there's a callback to my pseudo religious upbringing. All right, um, all right. So looking forward to seeing more about Henrietta. Now she does have an interesting helmet that she picked up. It is a cursed item that is part divine, part demon. So that uh, that might play in if suddenly I start doing a crazy scary voice. Uh, just realize yeah. I only well crazy. I only have like four voices, maybe five. We'll see. All right, let's keep going on horn. Unfortunately, he was away last week, but he is back. Welcome back to the table, Carl. How's it going, guys? My name's Carl. Depending on the recap today, I'll either be playing Dora or my character, um, <laughs> Faluri. Uh, Faluri is a Narakokra monk, uh, a shadow monk to be precise. Last time I was with the party, we had uh, just escaped uh, the liberation of uh, the devil, I believe. And before that, we, uh, we explored uh, Saluri's um, background a little bit uh, back at the uh, back of the monastery. That's right. Um, so, I forgot about that flashback episode or dream episode. That's that was right. Fun. So I, it was. So I'm looking forward to seeing where we're progressing, and uh, we'll go from there. 
Absolutely. All right. And last but certainly not least, coming around the horn to Gordon. Hey, Gordon. Hey, hey there. Gordon playing um, a resident shadow sorcerer, Fenris. And um, he's, uh, you know, last session was very interesting. Um, he, he wasn't killing anybody along with Darmida. Um or beating up uh, rival fiends, but uh, he met an old acquaintance that he had um, came to a deal with a long time ago, uh, way back in the early days, um, with a succubus, the Veiled One. Um, and he he met her through um, her one-time imp, Zeet, who was, I guess, transformed into a lemur. Um, as part of uh, an overall punishment. And, uh, you know, I guess thankfully, because Fenris tends to be pretty perceptive, he didn't destroy the lemur when the lemur called out his name and recognized who it was. And uh, they were brought back to the Veiled One, um, her tiny oasis, and looking for allies and, and, and willing to make a deal again with her. Uh, Fenris... Uh, was very persuasive, I remember. Oh my god, yes. I was so irritated. <laughs> he was not not just like, I'm okay persuasive, but he's, he's very persuasive with his charisma and his skill, but to roll a nat 20 on top of that, that yeah, so got yeah. all the help needed, and um, she, she gave a couple of options and offered to introduce us. I think we're leaning in one direction. And um, I think that was the that was mostly the last session. There was yeah. a little bit more table setting when it comes to where we're going to go next. A little bit more understanding of what happened uh, to her, because uh, that was a bit of a a question mark when we left her a long time ago. And um, it was a good opportunity for us to take a bit of a rest as well, because um, we spent a lot of our energy freeing a demon lord. That's now rampaging along the countryside of hell. You know, like you do. When in hell. Like you do. All right. Well, thanks very much for the for the recap as well. And uh, oh, let's not forget as well. I love to plug your other uh, passion, which is uh, making games. So do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So um, for those that know, I I do make board games on the side and I, I partner with a publisher in the States called Greenbrier Games. And um, one game that is in in the process of being made is called Lost Ones. The Kickstarter finished uh, in November. And um, the pledge manager was actually just reopened for those that pledged. Uh, And that's closing, I think, beginning of May. Oh, I should probably do that. Yeah. (laughs) So there's some time uh, when it comes to people upping their pledges. And um, it it should be coming out later this year. Likely around the time of Gen Con. And yeah. I'm going to make you play that on here without, uh, you know, paying licensing fees or something. From all, it, it eats into all my sweet, sweet Twitch money. No, but um, so, so we are going to dive in uh, and I think we're pretty much up to speed in terms of things. So everybody's had a long rest. Everybody, uh, you are staying in a small, uh, kind of the remains of a keep. Uh, which has kind of thrust itself into the plains. It was once a beautiful keep on the uh, deserted, horrifying plains of Avernus. And uh, I got a chance to do a nice big lore dump last week on uh, on the history of Avernus. So if you want 
a little bit more about that, you can check that out. And you have now completed a rest in the uh, under the protection of the of a succubus. You're in the um, shadow of a massive volcano, and it is belching fire into the sky, just uh, almost immediately south of you. The river Styx, when you wake up, is winding its way a slightly different path. It seems to be constantly shifting and changing its course and changing the landscape around it and leaving this massive bleeding scar across the plains. And it is now flowing almost directly west of you, a lot closer than it used to be. Like you pretty much wake up near the bank, probably only about 500 feet away when you go to leave. And you're just like, oh, I did not expect that to be there when you woke up. And otherwise, everyone has had a full rest. And because you were protected, you do not have to roll constitution saving throws this time. So, without further ado... We're going to dive in and go back to hell. So, Carl, you have any questions? Oh, yeah. Good. At least I didn't fall into the river sticks. We're good. (laughs) All right. So uh, you're... Probably one of the first ones awake, Carl, because you've been having these... Oh, sorry, Fadori. You've been having these dreams again. And it's this reoccurring moment. And it's it's literally that the last few seconds of that flashback episode, which I think was 36 or something, uh, where your nemesis is getting away and you can hear the footsteps running down a hall and you're turning hall after hall and it's getting narrower and narrower and pressing in on you you bolt awake drenched in sweat and you can hear the echoing footsteps for just a second after you wake up and this quiet laughter (laughs) of sarnia in the dark now she is one direction and your nemesis uh what was his name again Oh man, you put me on the spot. You uh, betcha. What, I have to take notes now? Your nemesis. I do? Um, not Sarnia, but it started with an S. Salak? Falak? Something, I don't know. Salak sounds right. Salak, yeah, I, I think, think it was. So. Or like maybe Selick, I don't know. Yeah. Something Tom. Like yeah. Tom Salak. It was Tom, yeah. He had a beautiful mustache oh. and a horrible soul. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, that you wake up in a cold sweat and uh, pad your way out of a small. It's, it's mostly an. I mean, it's a bedroom without a door, basically. That you, the rest of you've been camped out in. You can hear everyone else snoring softly, especially Henrietta, um, the others. And essentially, the second you move, Darmita bolts upright, her hand half on her bow, and then, and then she settles as she takes in her surrounding, grumpily turns over and goes back to sleep for another little while. Um, Valerie, you get yourself up and move to the next room, just kind of taking it in, and it's probably one of the most comfortable nights you've had since you came to hell. Uh, The dust blowing across the plain hasn't totally uh, entered this space. It's got these windows that uh, don't have any glass in them anymore, but just the walls themselves uh, tend to keep uh, the angle just by luck or by design, keep most of the dust and ash out of this immediate vicinity. 
And you look around, and after a few seconds, you can see this shape hanging from these rafters. The sky is open above you in this one section. Uh, where you slept wasn't. These rafters and a massive chandelier dangling down. Next to the chandelier, you see this cocoon-like leathery shape hanging from upside, hanging upside down. And after a few seconds, you walk, you realize you're looking at the succubus as she is dangling upside down by her bat-like wings, the claws digging into the uh, ancient wooden rafters of the what remains of the ceiling. And as you come, you see these two glowing red eyes peeking out from beneath the little gap in the wings. And then it unfolds and the succubus drops down, just slowly down from the ceiling and turns to you. What's for breakfast? I hoped you might help me on that. Oh, you got the wrong idea. Well, I was actually meaning a boar frequent the river. If you, do, if you go just a little bit north along the river, you will see so, uh, a small herd of boar. If you capture one or two, we'll eat well for breakfast. Uh, they're not, like, possessed boars, are they? <laughs> well, they're maybe a little less friendly than the mortal pine. But that shouldn't be much trouble. Make sure they're dead. Uh Fuck it, I'm hungry. <laughs> Good. So how uh, how big are these? Just curious. Small enough. enough for me to carry two of them. You might want to bring a friend. Uh well, they look a little tired. Uh, I'll go pick one off, and then we'll see. Suit yourself. Happy hunting. Hey, how hard could this be? Toss to herself, so... Alright, so, um... All right, make well, a survival check for me as you begin to try and track these boars. Uh, of course. Or perception. Just different DCs. Well, I prefer perception. Uh, you got it on game. roll, just use that. Oh, I wasn't even watching. Huh? Uh, 11. 11 is fine. So you... Um, Alright. I'll stick with that. Then. You obviously find the sticks without any issue, but uh, it takes you a little... <laughs> you, you're looking, and uh, I will. I was going to say I'll give you advantage on this, but that doesn't help you on that roll. <laughs> um, so... Because you can be airborne, so you you take to the sky, the hot air and ash, you're getting kind of used to it at this point, and after that dream, it's just nice to be out in the open. But it is foul. The whole air just stinks like like really sun-baked, rotten flesh that's been out for weeks. Just that horrible pugnant mm. just sticks in your nose. Um, so you go up into the air and trying to catch sight of these boars, and 
you don't see the the trail that the succubus mentioned but while you're airborne hundreds of feet in the air <laughs> you do see something else on the opposite side of the of the sticks you look up and you see a shadow move and you you turn your head and you see on perched on the top of a cliff just on the opposite side this kind of jutting sudden stone rise you see this massive bat-like creature uh the wings unfolding this um in you've got excellent bird sight so you can see pretty well from up here uh and you can see the greenish tint of the scales of its uh, on its wings and very long serpentine neck and tail it's probably about a half a mile uh on the other side of the river from where you are now but you see a fairly sizable green dragon just taking flight in the morning huh I wonder if he knows where the boar's at, or yeah. maybe I should just go. Maybe I should just go back. <laughs> sure, you can go and ask if you want to. Uh, let, me, let me recall what happened last time I encountered a dragon, or thought I did. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, be on my way back i'll find some boars so you're basically as you're kind of considering your your thoughts for a second your wings are you're kind of suspended and then you're like no you fold the wings and just pivot <laughs> and fall back towards and you could just pull out of the dive at about like 30 feet from the from the ground just your shadow just playing across the dust and you head back towards the succubus all right by the time you get back everyone else has roused themselves and and readied themselves for the day um i believe darmita had some good berries ready I did. I did that uh, last time. All right. Anybody want to do anything before you, or what do you want to do? You were trying um, to make up your mind. I will do a little uh, communing with Pelor to prepare spells. Assuming there, I can do that while I'm in hell. Uh, mm -hmm. I will try at very least. That is what Hannah's doing. Some, sure. some morning prayer type hymns. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. While he's doing I that, do. I'm... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, I'm going to make a, an attempt to roll for my commune. Sure thing, go for it. That's a d6, and a 5 or a 6 will, of course. Of course it's a 4. All I have to say is... <laughs> that is what I do when I roll. Yeah, I believe I rolled for mine last week, so I too missed mine. Well, it's daily though. You just started a new day. Yeah, but we started this day. Last oh, did week, we? Too. We had a conversation in the morning. Of oh, I thought day. that was just prior to bed. It's impossible to know. It, I remember it, I was like, "Well, we're having this conversation in the morning. Can we flash back to the night?" And then we did the night, and then we did the morning again. And I don't know where we are, but so that conversation I, I happened while Fallery was flying and looking for boar. So that's how yeah, we're going to so figure like, that out. The point is I did roll already for this new day, Absolutely. Uh, regardless of if we are now in the new day or not. I appreciate or blah, blah, blah. that you're honest. I would not be, but then I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm playing the I mean, devils. You know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Fallery comes in and, and, and at this point, and everybody is roused and ready, and the and the uh, succubus is 
kind of off in her aside chamber at this point. So you have a few minutes to talk and decide on what the party wants to do. Cool. Well, we talked about this. I think um, with what options we have, I think we should have an introduction with Bell arranged by the Veiled One. This is news to Valerie, who was away during that planning session. Valerie, while you were away, we were talking about our options. So, the Veiled One has agreed to aid us, and in return, we will aid her getting out of this place. And also not really interrupting her activities when she's out. We have an option to be introduced to a dragonborn named Arkan who serves Tiamat and maybe have some type of arrangement there. Or Bell, who is an archfiend that used to rule Avernus, uh, <laughs> but was. Um, found the boars. Place. Yeah. You found boars. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. That's. Sorry to interrupt. So anyways, we were just discussing which option makes more sense. And we learned that the companion, that thing over El Terrell, was created in Bell's Forge. I'm not sure if it's with him or not. So we're thinking maybe there's something there to it that we can take advantage of. That's Sounds my like, thinking, anyways. Sounds like a good option. Bell's Forge. We also asked about Sarnia, by the way. Mm. She'll keep an eye out if there's any sign of this real pain in the ass, Erinus. We'll find pain, her. Pain in the Erinus. Erinus. My ex-girlfriend. Whatever. <laughs> so alright we're all in agreement then no one is disagreeing so I kind of um, kind of call out to, to her the veiled one yes thank you for the respite and I think we've made a choice We'd like an introduction with Bell. Hmm. I can arrange that. It will take me a, maybe 10, 15 minutes to prepare. I'll give you a, a signed letter of introduction that would not be able to be forged. Sounds good. So she goes, whoop, what happened there? Uh, she goes, it's all me. You know, it's the camera thing. Um, and yeah. we just lost somebody. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Carl. Carl. Hey, girl. Sorry, it's sorry. all good, man. It's all good. We'll just get back over here so it's less distracting. So um, after a few minutes, uh, the Veiled One comes back with this thick vellum-like... It's... Let's just say 
when you take a bit of a, at first it looks like a scroll, an, an ornate looking kind of scroll case. And then she's just busy sliding in this roll of what could be parchment, but it, it's fairly clearly uh, a skin tanned stretched skin it's got around the edges it's got bits of of little lines of deep red crimson and brown etchings on the back and the the script as you saw her rolling it up uh was in infernal and there's a seal that she presses to it and she she takes out a dagger and licks it drawing blood on her own tongue and then leans down and presses her tongue against the outside of this rolled scroll and there's this little uh, burst of smoke and smoldering for a second as it brands into it this um, succubus kiss and that she seals it with in blood and then seals up the scroll case and offers it over to you I take it this will allow you safe introduction. Bell can be a little bit temperamental, but he is a devil of his word. I would say this. He may seem cruel because he is, but he's not foolish. If he sees no benefit in uh, destruction. He can be quite dismissive of the <clears throat> take no offense lower beings such as yourselves. Okay. Good to know. And where can you direct us to find him? Go there. And when you encounter his troops, she points. She points out the window, and, and there's the uh, the smoking volcano due south. And when you encounter his his troops, tell them tell them that the veiled one has sent you. Very well. She leans, now. Uh, she leans into Fenris, uh, presumably for some kind of pseudo-twisted affectionate goodbye, but into your ear as she nibbles on your earlobe uh, with these surprisingly sharp teeth. She whispers something. And we will get back to that in a second when I find it in my freaking notes. <laughs> it's in here. It is in here. So, well, she whispers something into your ear and pulls back, and there's this little trickle of blood on the edge of your earlobes just dripping down your neck, and she's licking her lips and, and sharp teeth. It's been a pleasure. I trust that our business arrangements can be fruitful. I'll see you on the other side. If not before. See you soon. Uh, you and take one hit point worth of damage, by the way. Ooh. 
Okay. <laughs> you got a pierced ear now. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Back Where, to the magic school bots. Little little side note, when he made the deal, Internet, the succubus also pierced something else. You can go ahead and say where Fenris has been pierced in the chat if you want to <laughs> cash in some uh, as part of their deal. Uh, if you want to cash in some of those um, uh, plot points, we'll accept uh, suggestions now. <laughs> and Doors box has been opened. <laughs> oh, this is going to be extra for Pandora's box. That's... that's uh, <clears throat> I mean, a Prince Albert's one thing, but a Pandora's box, that's... Oof. Jesus Christ. Uh, how to make my whole party cringe. Wow. I'm sorry. <clears throat> this game is going off the rails. Oh, there, there were rails? <laughs> You're literally using a module. <laughs> exactly. This is all in here. Um, yeah, that those are the rails. Oh, I guess these are the rails. Let, let me look in my yeah. yeah. All let right. Let me look in my backpack. <laughs> sure. What do you want to find? <laughs> uh, a map. Okay, so you pull out your map. You're the map. You're the map. You're the map. Smoking volcanoes. Due south. Due south. It's Can't be hard to find. It is hard to miss. It is directly south of where you parked their magic Ooh. school bus. Uh, you can bring that if you want, or you can stay parked. Map is written in crayon. <laughs> so look true. Hey, Alfin, how's it going? Sorry, for some reason, it's not reading people's chats anymore, but I'm reading them, so. Smiley faces, flowers. The flowers have teeth. Be careful. So you guys uh, see this massive volcano billowing smoke and uh, glowing red from underneath. And you see that lightning and the fire amongst the smoke. It is dramatic. As you pile onto your infernal machine, fire it up and drive it south. Uh, as you get closer, the ground gets more treacherous. As you're going along, one the back wheel punches through a thin layer of rock. And uh, I'm going to need Darmida to do a handling check, which I believe we've been just doing as ground vehicles uh land vehicles uh if you're proficient yeah. if you're not then it's just straight up dicks um i think at this point with this vehicle i am proficient i think you yeah. try uh, custom ground vehicles for this specific vehicle. yeah, yeah. and then kenku um, so... trained you up before they left so you are familiar with it so yeah so do 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 don't really have that on here. If you just roll a d20, add your dex and your yeah. proficiency modifier. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And then... That's like 20. Maybe more. 16 and... Yeah, 20. Oh, nice. Alright, that, that is enough. So you, as it gives way, you heave it hard to the right and the whole vehicle just everyone is thrown uh the horse in the back henrietta's steed is really uh not happy um but everybody's okay but the whole vehicle rocks up on two wheels for a second and slams back down as you veer hard to the to the left um the back wheels had punched through and you look back and you see a spot where the the lava pool has has crusted over but the crust was so thin you're 
your vehicle punched a hole through it, and you can see one of your wheels is busy smoldering and a bit on fire, but it doesn't seem to be too badly damaged. By the way, there are stats for your machine, so I'm going to share those out to you. If I can find them. Um, so anyway, in the meantime... Um, in the meantime... Where is that? Where is that? i got to find that. Well, anyway. Shared them before. Yeah, in here. they're in there somewhere. Uh, rules, player handouts, scavenger, this does are... picture, so that's yeah. not no, They're but... under the stat blocks, aren't they? They should be. I did give it out, I believe. Uh, just in case you need oh, it. Oh, yeah. Infernal War Machines is its own thing. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Pentax All the way down, and uh, you in particular have this scavenger, which I'll show now. And I don't, uh, yeah, it's in all your journals and can be controlled by everybody. So there you go. Saved. Okay, so there are different functions you can do as you're using this thing. Uh, can I get somebody to roll a d10 for me? A d10. This is just it's to not see gonna be me. any other adventure uh, interruptions as you're traveling along. Let's see how you do. Two. Dos. Uh, Dose. All right. Um, uh, so you're you're tearing along the, the landscape, and uh, you've you've done this hard maneuver, and this the one wheel is making a kind of an awful sound as this this grinding noise, and over time the the noise kind of gets a bit louder and a bit louder, and um, the wheel is starting to wobble, the whole machine's starting to shake a little bit, uh, so. You, it looks like it's a bit damaged. Uh, if you want to press on, you can. It does seem to be semi-functional, but you could also try to stop and see what's wrong. Yeah, and I'll stop. We gotta bust it up, Wheel. What we want to do? All right. So, Darmita grinds the machine to a halt, and it it falls silent as she kills the engine. Um, what do you want to do uh, to? as you're all sitting on this uh, really large, rickety, old, um, twisted iron and very strange machine? Yeah, cool. I'll walk um, my horse out from wherever they are. Um, sure. um, see what happened. Absolutely. It's a lot worse than a, unusual. What's going on out here? Uh, go um, ahead and... Do you, uh, go, why don't we get some perception checks, but tell me what you're looking um, at. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at the wheel, I'm just talking to people. Um, okay. Because you said before, maybe we can just walk it, so getting halfway might be enough. Yeah, you're, um, you're about halfway so right now. Perception, just like, looking around, you know. And I'll, I'll just, uh, go straight up and, uh, just start patrolling up, just to make sure that, hey, we're sitting ducks right now, so, uh, Make sure there's nothing that's either above us trying to grab us or anything that uh, might have been observing us and has seen us stop. So. Sure thing. Um, do a perception check and, for me there, Valerie. Yeah, and I'm that. going to be checking the actual problem. So I'm going to be really kind of inspecting the um, wheel and where I heard kind of the crunching come from. Absolutely. Go ahead and do an investigation check, Darmida. And Gordon, what are you going to be working on there? I'm looking around for 
basically danger. Um, yeah, just taking a look around. Sure thing. All right, so we'll deal with Darmida first, actually. Thank you, I see that. Um, so, uh, Darmida, as you're, you get down near the axle and, and uh, you're kind of looking, from the outside, the wheel looks a little singed, but it doesn't look damaged too much, but it does look a little bit off angle. And so you kind of poke your head on, and you have to crawl pretty far up and underneath this thing. And you can see that there's a jagged shard of, of uh, volcanic rock is kind of wedged in one of the one of the spokes and it as it goes around it bashes against the underside so that was that rhythmic thumping sound um if you if you wanted to try and pry it loose you could you could take the whole wheel off perhaps if you can figure out how to do that or you could just try to pry the uh the volcanic rock uh shard out of there it's your call I don't know if she heard me. Okay, so um, meanwhile, Fallery, as you're as you're flying above uh, with a thirteen, you're looking around. It's it's pretty exposed here. The the it is fairly open plain, dusty. The good news is you should be able to see any trouble coming, uh, and so that uh, that should prevent you from you know hopefully having the worst of it anyway. Um, but. Thankful, but oh, all the cameras are all messed up now. It's all good. Uh, we'll just jump back here. So as you're patrolling around, you you don't see any sign of any other other movement on the planes, the rolling clouds and the dust and yourselves. It seems to be pretty clear. Uh, Gordon, you step down off of this, take the opportunity to step down from the rattling machine and stretch a little bit and look around and 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 you're trying to take it in very carefully and you don't see anything but there's this very very low grade rumbling sound and this it's really fine and this thrum and you can feel it more in your feet than you can actually um hear it it's very faint yeah. and with an 18 it's probably somewhere East. I'm just gonna look east, but I, I will call out to the others that there's a, you know, I'll mention there's a, there are vibrations in the ground. There might be something moving. Maybe it's another vehicle. East, I think. Ooh, something's crackly. Who's yeah, eating I think, chips? Uh... I think the mic I think is rubbing. Yeah, I think Carl Carl's mic is rubbing. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's your beard. That's some good beard scratch. Yeah, everybody, we're gonna have a beard scratch break. Rub your beards on your. <laughs> I just shaved it. I was I was looking pretty scruffy. I could have joined you. Maybe uh, next week. Maybe next week. Next thing you know, you're gonna look go full uh, full ISO beard. It's all the chips you <laughs> dropped in your beard is what it is when you're on vacation. <laughs> it's, just, it's your chip grat. That's catcher. right. Same for, same for later. All right. So, um, uh, Fenris, that rumbling sound is getting closer and a little bit more noticeable. Right about now, Darmida, you can now pick it up. And Henrietta, you can feel it as well. And it definitely feels like this. You can even see some of the stones rattling around a little bit on the on the ground. 
And did I notice oh. anything, sorry, about the, um, about the what wheel? I was investigating? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, when you crawled up underneath before you noticed this rumbling, you saw a sliver of kind of volcanic, almost glass. It's almost obsidian, but it, it must have broken off volcanic rock in a shard that got wedged in one of the in one of the spokes of the wheel. And as it goes around, it bashes against the underside of the uh, the kind of the fairing of the vehicle. So you could pry it loose or if you uh, would like somehow or you could take the wheel off and then get it out of there, maybe mm. a bit easier. I'm going to try to pry it loose. Okay, I'm going to need you to do a strength <laughs> because check. I'm so strong. You're so strong. Yeah, I think I've like wandered over to where Darmita is, like in my leg looking around and walking out. So I was like, what What happened? And then I see Darmita trying to, to look at this. And Absolutely. I think I just look at it it's like, oh, it's busted, eh? That's, I never really liked yeah. this thing anyway. Yeah, I think it's useless. I don't know. We might have to just toss it, like, unless somebody wants to help me try to get this out, or we can remove the wheel, but I don't know. Did you just feel that? Yeah. Like, there was... We might have company. Uh, I mean, I don't sure. know. Something I meant to ask, actually. Uh, a lot of talking back there. Is that something I should be expecting more of in the future? Welcome change of pace instead of attacking on site every time. Turns out some of them have something to say. Don't oh. get used to it. And that is about a perfect moment for Fenris. You feel this thing really build, building to a crescendo. Something is about to happen. Darmita, go ahead and do a... Oh, I see that strength check was a total of three. It is good and wedged. There is, you can't even, you just go to pull this thing and it's just thoroughly wedged in there. There's no way you can pry that out by hand. Um, no way you can anyway. Um, at about this moment, Fenris, whatever it is, the ground is shaking almost directly due east and it's coming closer fast. You don't see anything. And then you see this little plume of dust and a small bit of the ground just give away. Um, in a, in almost like a line. Y'all have seen tremors, right? <laughs> so something Boy. is burrowing its way towards you. I don't see anything at all. Uh, at this point, um, not with the we're feeling right you're up in yeah. the air yeah most of it is you feeling it so unfortunately you can't see anything at this point there carl you're circling around you're pretty sure you are safe yeah i think i'm like continuing that conversation with armido where i'm like well tell me what, what, what was special about her I'm like I'm, I'm trying to figure it figure it out you talk a lot <sighs> <laughs> there's nothing nice special mm. I mean, oh, there's nothing special it's a means to an end Fenris Fenris believes it'll work I'm trusting him for now but he made a deal with her not I it's fair enough I meant to have the conversation with both of you but well I know I mount up 
All right, and at that point, your horse is getting really skittish as well, and uh, um, so unfortunately, it's going to be uh, a lot harder to drive the vehicle while it's rattling around, unless you're going to go on foot. Is the tremors coming? Like, is it coming closer, or is it just still in the distance? It is. It's it is closer. getting closer. Uh, it's probably twice as close. If you had to make a guess, uh, go ahead and uh, at this point. If you wanted to, you could do an investigation check to try and determine how close. Or survival. One or the other. Uh, sure. I'll do a survival check. I would likely be also trying to assess what's going on based on whether or not we should get back in this thing or whether we should actually with a majority of us being able to fly because um, I've now had a long rest and That's my true. boots have rested All right. Um, and I didn't use them a lot um, since we've left the well since I let you know absolutely um, so at this point, the with, stash get away. So, yeah. uh, so I have no idea. Gordon, you get down on the ground and you put your head on the ground and you listen, and it, it's silent with your natural one, and it's very yeah. still, and you're just like, ah, huh, peaceful. They must have gone away. Weird. <laughs> you get up and you turn to the others and. And Armida's just starting to take a look around and, and all of you, it's oddly quiet for a moment. And then all of a sudden, like this massive spray of dirt and rock just kick up into the air, maybe 10 feet away from where Fenris is standing. He's kind of the furthest standing. Um, I'm going to need a map of some kind. Uh, so as this large um, it's You've seen things like this, perhaps. It's this oversized insectoid, almost centipede-like creature with this massive face uh, and wide kind of cobra-like spray head headpiece with all these pincers which writhe and help it burrow through the ground. It's similar, but not entirely exactly like a, a remoraz. But this one's coloration is is weird. Is it those? If you've ever seen one on the mortal plane, um, uh, on the prime material plane, they look reddish. Uh, sorry, they look blue with a like fiery hot spines. This one is almost inverted. It looks fiery red, um, and then it, the spines along its back are this deep verdant coal blue, and this steam is is just escaping off of its back. That's and one it, it opens angry up. breakfast. And you now all see this and it's just like <laughs> as as it looks towards you. And uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Well, it's my initiative, not my notes. Because yeah, it'll snap to mine. Cool. And what's with the mediocre rolls for me today? <laughs> Grab your minis, folks. Damn, We're reusing this map again because it's vaguely hellish. 
It'll load eventually, I swear. Oh, by the way, we like to sh uh, I like to shout out about the maps. I grabbed this one off of Pogs Props, which uh, you should follow them on uh, Patreon. They do good work. All right. So if you want to place yourselves somewhere on uh, on this map that I have now shown. Oh, I guess it's probably not revealed. That's usually what nope, happens. No. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's usually that's what it. happens. Well, it's pretty much wide open territory. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> And go ahead and place yourself somewhere. Uh, I'll throw the uh, the uh, Infernal War Machine someplace for you as well. Actually, you can you can choose to place that as well. I would like, yeah, I would be next to it. Yep. So, thanks. Whoa. That's big. They are pretty sizable. Uh -huh. So we'll have stopped right in this little spot right there. Okay. So I'll, I'll say I'm probably 60 feet up in the air. Um, I would assume so if I'm flying up. Even that's a little low, but uh, maybe Todd, you can let me know how high I am. And yeah, you're probably about 80, 80, yeah, about 80, 90 feet up in the air. All right. 80 to 90 feet. Got it. <laughs> the wider end is its head just so you know and it is that coloration that vibrant lava like red but a cold blue streak running right down and when it's when it's mandibles and mouth open you see this absolute vicious looking blue and row upon row of teeth as well I'm gonna guess everything is dead internet down we're going to be right back as we get ready for this battle. Hey, Internet. My Internet died. Uh, not you, I hope. Anyway, we're just going to take 10 minutes. Uh, sorry about the disconnect. I had to go kick my router in the nougats. So uh, we'll be back after a 10-minute break a little bit early, but that's okay. Then we get to come back and rock and roll with some uh, some combat versus uh, my own little, uh, little Remoraz-type creature-type thing. So we'll be back in 10. Thanks very much. Yeah, buttons. Hi, internet. We're back, and hopefully, our my internet will hold. I've uh, sacrificed a small chicken to the router. Uh, I've done a little dance. I hope that's not offensive, but it seemed pleased, and it seems to be holding up okay. We have returned. Uh, we're gonna get back into it in just a sec. Uh, we left off right as the magma remoras pressed its way up out of the ground and. We rolled initiative, so let's get to it. Uh, so I guess this will be episode 46B. Maybe. I'll stitch these together later. All right, everybody, let's dive back in. Um, we are on the plains of Avernus. This massive red, deep red with... It's actually almost crusted black chitinous armor. And then underneath, as it moves, you see these little cracks evolve. And it's just glowing red hot on... Um, so it's, it's this tinge of black and red and then a cold stripe all the way down its back of this deep blue as it pulses out of the ground. Uh, technically, I think Fenris was fairly close. Sorry, buddy. You got the nat one. 
So you would just turn around and be like, I don't think it's anything. And then you turn back to the others and it's just behind you. It goes <laughs> out of the dirt, rock and, and um, uh, dust and uh, and this creature just towering over you. It's arc- arcing back up on these. Um, it's very much like a centipede with all these pincery legs and it's arcing back. It's just towering above you and it's, it's um, uh, mandibles just <laughs> down towards you and you're just getting it right like 10 feet away um 10 feet away right up in your grill there Fenris all right uh let's what did everybody get for their initiative <laughs> nice <clears throat> And allow me to, yeah. I like to keep the suspense going a little bit, so I'm going to roll some real dice. Old school, Carl was talking about rolling real dice, and I got super jealous. So I'm going to get my real dice out here. It's the big ones, just for fun. Oh, wait, there's no D20 in there. Dear God, what am I doing without a D20? I'll just be rolling 12s all night. What? Okay. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the same. It's all good. All right. So, uh, coming up at the top of the order, Darmida. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. Now there's no... Yaofen? Thank you, Yaofen. I don't know what I would do without you. Yeah, get right over the mic. No, get... I didn't hit a button, so you guys should be heard now. Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you. I know we you can. Know. Can they? Yeah. yeah, I see the I see the feed now. We're good now. Sorry about We're that. Good. So I I don't <laughs> have a D twenty in front of me. From before. Yeah, all the jokes. Just lip readers. Uh, lip readers get them all. All right. <laughs> Has my carrier pigeon arrived yet? <laughs> Okay. Oh, Todd. Yeah, I'm gonna be rolling just like you guys, all for everybody to see because <laughs> I just uh, I just rolled a nat one because I can't find a d20 and I feel naked right now. It's not. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that's uh. All right. Turn off your cam. You're gonna violate guidelines. What that joke? You know that joke. You know the punchline. I, I don't have to do it for you. Never no, tell all me right, that. Well... Absolutely. Armida's gonna go way out of scope here. Um, do something, you know, you don't expect. So uh, we'll be casting a third level Hunter's Mark on this creature. And what? then... I know. Um, and then, once I've done that, I'm gonna take... Three arrow shots. What? All right, so make your rolls. I know. Darmita just turns and right, just so. before you even finish your turn, there's an arrow notched and ready. And just. Oh, so that's 11. Uh, and uh, to hit or that damage? Oh, no, the 24. 11 damage. Yeah, 24 does hit and 11 I'm damage. I'm assuming a 24 hit. It does hit. Uh, second is 
A 14, does that hit? A 14 does not hit as it just glances off of this lava, uh, uh, hardened, crusty armor around it. I should have. Then I'm going to use my Stalker's Fury and redo that roll. Absolutely. Because that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a worse roll. And that's a worse thing. That's a 12. So that's a 12. So that misses. So one more for good measure. What the fuck? What happened here? And a 16. You're just lacing this thing with arrows. One, two, three, four arrows just streaking. The first one finds purchase and all three of the others just shatter against its armor. Yeah, it's important to remember that while... A 12, 14, and 16 look pretty okay. On the die, that's a 1, 3, and a 5, because Dermita has a ridiculous bonus. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's Rangers. true. Um, but I feel like at that point, Dermita would have a little mini tantrum. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> a thing that she would do, because she is not used to missing. Uh, I don't remember. So, did, you, did you take that custom feat that we talked about? The rage one. The one lets you rage. Did you take right. that? It was the Berserker I... Ben Coom feat. It was gonna... I, I don't remember if you took that or not. I have the stats for I... it here if you want it. I think I did, but I think I put it down as an ath- as athlete. Right. So here's ha- here are the stats on that. If you chose to rage, it does take the bonus, that whole deal. You get two rages max a day. It's like a little, a little, um, a little dip into Berserker. Uh, you get a, okay. you get plus three to your weapon damage. You get advantage on strength checks. You gain resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. At the end of it, you do gain a point of exhaustion, and con- you do need concentration checks to maintain um, or cast anything. That's a bit of a, a blend, and I am allowing. Um, this damage increase be- I know this is a bit hand wavy but I am going to allow it on um, yeah. uh, on bows yeah it's a very special move not only can you just as a feat get berserker stuff it's like better because it's not restricted to strength phase it's yeah. really cool it's a very cool ability and it's yeah, basically I... you get so mad you're just like power shot you know what I'm going so... to also add to this that if you roll a nat one, there's a percentage chance you're gonna break your bowstring. <laughs> now you gotta figure out what that means that it's broken. How long does it take to repair? It just means uh, it'll, go, it'll take horse. a full action to to restring. Okay. okay. So if you can, I don't know if you can add that to my character sheet uh, instead of because I think what instead I had of done, athlete, we yeah, were but, talking about yeah. it. And I think I had taken athlete to make up for it, um, knowing that it was sort of a ragey thing. Absolutely. Um, but if you can just uh, maybe remove that and put in that instead, then I'll go from there. Sure, but it won't. Yeah, it won't rage. automatically do it. So just we'll just mentally do it this time. But yeah, I think you've got all those. All right. So uh, yeah. you didn't get a chance to rage, unfortunately. But you were adding the um, uh, hunter's mark anyway, so you couldn't do that. 
All right, we're gonna right, keep. Right, but on I feel like on. I would have raged at the end of the turn, or I would be raging into my next turn. You might because rage. I missed. Yeah, you're just like I'm ah, kicking this the is ground, your, and that's why I mentioned it because you said the tantrums just like, ah! and you're just kicking yeah. things in sight. In fact, uh, Fenris is looking pretty squishy. Anyway, uh, let's speaking of Fenris, Fenris, what do you want to do? <laughs> oh, I think that uh, Fenris will actually, to be honest, would have a knee-jerk reaction and would just misty step out of there. Fair enough. So and This thing might have reach anyway, so that's probably for the best. Because you are within 10 feet. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would assume it would, but even if it didn't, I would probably just misty step, <laughs> like out of a, just a... Woo! Yep, and like, that's fair. Um, if I was to see how far I can go, misty step again. <laughs> 30 feet, so... Yep, 30 feet. This thing hisses at you as you retreat. Well, as you... Bamf. Just for flavor, it goes to bite you, and the the shadows just envelop you like mist, and you appear uh, in in a new swirl of of black shadow just untwisting next to the machine uh, as you as you misty step back beside the infernal machine, but the little shadowy mist that was you a few seconds ago gets chomped by these mandibles. Just for flavor. All right. Um, just for flavor. Just for uh, flavor. So that was my flavor. bonus action. Absolutely. What do you want to do? Um, uh, with my action, I'm going to... Uh... <clears throat> I am going to firebolt it, and I'm going to use my transmutation to turn the damage into uh, lightning. Okay. All right. Go for it. So it's uh, a ranged attack. If you roll any better than Darmida. See. Nineteen. Nineteen hits as this uh, you you hold up your hand and it, it bursts into flame and then you focus on it for a second and this crackle just envelops this and it's this um I guess you took inspiration from the top of that that uh volcano not too far away with the lightning and the flame and then, and then you just hurl this at the thing and it just it, it hisses down at you, just and it blasts it right in the face. Alright, roll for damage. It's not uh, vulnerable to it or anything, but it does seem to take full damage from this, by the way. Okay, so Where it takes is eight points. Eight points of damage, nice. Just, uh, As it and hisses and my the, the art sparks arc across its its uh, mandibles and between them, and it, it's just like, <laughs> It is not and pleased. It's not happy. No. Uh, with my movement, I'm going to actually just circle around. <laughs> yeah. Must go further. All right. Coming up. In, yeah, right next to the Coming up next, Valerie. All the way up. And I mean up. You're a good 60, 70. Oh, no, I said 80 feet up in the air. And you're also, if I were mm-hmm. to estimate, you're probably, um, you know, depending on where you are. You're about 60 feet away from this thing, 55 feet away from its head but up on the angle of 80 feet up. So, you know, do the Pythagorean on that. All right. 
I no. <laughs> uh, history major here, buds. Not not anything close. Internet, we're gonna need a Pythagorean um, theorem where one angle of the triangle is uh, fifty-five. That's the <laughs> bottom. That's the leg, and the top. The other leg is gonna be uh, eighty feet. We need that diagonal. Go, 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 internet. Might be super cheap. My brain is hurting. <laughs> I'm gonna take an action and go invisible. All right. Um, and then I, I will, uh, yeah, cloak shadows. Then I'll move forty-five feet in a forty-five degree angle. Um, Can I be awful here? Is that, is that allowed? Yeah. Sure. Um, I I would propose that this thing is producing a lot of light, um, and it, you can't do it. Um. If it was much closer, I would say it's about it a. It probably isn't producing light, honestly, right? It, like it's, it's producing, producing some. Cold. Yeah. It, so it produces not, some, not but it's not a ton. I'd say it's probably like a, a ten foot glittering aura from the red, and then under uh, and along its back is a bluish tinge, uh, as the spines that line its uh, vertebrae base. Where I know it's an invertebrate. Uh, but uh, along its where its vertebrae would be is this deep purple gold. Um, it's not a nice. Spine, really? Uh, hmm. Well, it's uh, it's an invertebrate creature. It's like a like a giant centipede. Cool. I just didn't know. I didn't know they were. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I haven't had a chance to dissect. I haven't had a di- chance to dissect the magnum remoras. Yeah. When this is over, you're welcome to dissect it. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So where are you going there? Uh, go ahead and move your character there, Valerie. On yeah. deck is Henrietta because so, um, this thing rolled real bad. I'll move. I'll move here. So uh, I went at forty-five degree angle, forty-five feet. So would we say like I'm at fifty feet up in the air, and how many feet from the beast? Yeah, that sounds about right. And we're still waiting on the internet to do this. I could do it, but I don't want to pause. So you're about twenty-five feet away from this thing, more or less, and uh, uh, but up on a, on an angle, you're about forty yeah. up in the air. Yeah. All right, that takes your turn. Um, are you going to do anything else? I guess that's it. You are invisible, sir. That is it for now. All right. So you look. Everyone looks around, and you. No one can see where your monk went. All right. Coming up next, Henrietta. Cool. Um, so I see this like burst out of the ground, and everyone react. Um, I've already mounted prior to it coming out, so thumbs up. Yeah, your um, steed is like. Oh. <laughs> I would like to see... So I've seen it move a bit. Like, not a ton. I felt the tremors. I did an okay perception check previously. Um, can I figure out how fast this is moving? And, like, if it's actually a threat, or we could just leave? Um, it It's pretty quick. It moves about the same speed as a as a person. So it would like... Right, I mean, if that, you can get on the vehicle... Well, right? I'm on a horse. Um, you... <laughs> And Wait, we've got people in the sky, people are gonna fly. I think this is good. The question is, can I just know that or should I make a roll? I'm on a horse. Sorry, I just love that ad. Um, <laughs> well, ancient by now. Yeah, yeah that, I'm ancient, one. so it's all good. Fair enough. Um, so can I just have deduced that or should I make a roll? Um, no, you can just deduce, like, if you wanted to build bolt in your horse, you can get away. And if the vehicle was working properly, it could get away pretty easily. But it did have that problem with it, and this thing is uh, danger close. Okay, 
Yeah, I'm gonna call out, like, I think if we just keep moving, we should be able to get out of here. Uh, Polaris seems to already be gone. Thermia, you got yourself? Uh, and I'm gonna try and get over to where Fenris is and see if he wants to get on the back of a horse. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I don't know if he's gonna accept, hey. but I will do a little bit. Uncanny Tree, if you wanna cool. if you wanna break out the math major, I would not mind at all. I've got the beginning of it here. It's pretty straightforward Pythagorean theorem stuff going on, but yeah, you can uh, you can redeem that. I'd love to. Uh, so, so if I reach out to Fenris, will he accept or not? Uh, yeah, you can. It's up to you, Fenris. You're muted. Muted. Sorry. I just kind of look up at him quizzically. Like. And then just kind of. Oh, at Henrietta? Yep. Yeah, just like, or her. Quizzically, yeah. and then kind of like look back at the, the big humongous monster. All right. And does what? not accept the hand. We could just. Well, I, I just like I, you know, like I, I would probably take an action to reach out my hand and get up. I'm like, I just kind of look up, like, huh? And I just kind of like look back. Well, technically, it would be Henrietta using her action to pull you up on the horse if you want to That's allow what it. I'm or offering. Not. It wouldn't take any part on yours. You can refuse or you can accept. That's more of a choice on your part. Uh, but the action would be hers to spend. Yeah. So I put up my hand, and you're like, yeah, like "What?" And I'm what? like, like a... "Oh, I'm getting flashbacks like, to episode one." What are we slowing one? down for? I'm like what? Yeah, I know, right? It's like we have places to be, right? What are we slowing down for? You have to pre-up the vehicle. We can't all ride your horse. All right, and that's your turn. That was six seconds. <clears throat> all right, and I'm getting cool. flashbacks to episode one. Seriously. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, so coming up to the top of the... Oh, actually, its turn. Uh, well, there's only one thing that it can see right now, and that is Darmida. So it just goes lurching forward like its whole back rides. Ah, 97.08 feet. Thanks very much, Uncanny Tree. That's right, it's Dungeons and Math. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, so just I'll pauses that in midair and checks the math. Yeah. Four. Square root, damn it, square root. Um, I actually found a neat trick for square roots. But anyway, we'll come back to that later. And thanks for breaking <laughs> out the math major. See? See? I, I know all of us sitting here, me with my theater degree, uh, you know, you never thought you'd ever use your math major, but you just got a chance to use your math major. Congratulations. See, you can tell your parents that it led somewhere. Just joking. Anywho. <clears throat> He's mostly theoretical math. That's my brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, right. imaginary numbers and stuff. It's not right. real math. Coming up next, we're going to... Just one sec. I need to figure something out. Uh... Okay. Well, that's good news for you. All right, so uh, this massive insectine creature rears up and does the whole, like, body pulse thing to move forward. The the mm -hmm. multitude of legs just scratching along this. Never took algebra. It's all good. 
um, scratching along the ground as it pulls itself in range of Darmida and just goes down for the bite. Oh, that is not a great roll. Does oh, but it's got a mod. Uh, does twenty one hit your AC, Darmida? Ooh. I rolled a nine. It does. I don't think so. Just mechanically speaking, I was kind of pre-raging, I suppose. I haven't finished raging, right? No, you can kick that in next turn, but unfortunately, you okay. use the bonus action to. Uh, I'm not going to be doing bludgeoning damage anyway. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, no. this thing's massive mandibles just just catch you right in the sides, and it, it's now in it's surrounding you. You, um, I'm gonna need you Unless to you do something. Uh, it Marietta. is. I can't see this. Uh, you're gonna take forty. That's four zero piercing damage, and ten points of cold damage on top of that. As Jarmita is nearly just eviscerated by these two massive mandibles just clenching her, and it hefts her up into the air. You're now ten feet up in the air. It, um, you, I'm going to need you to do, um, oh, you, you just are grappled. You, it, it's got you grappled, and uh, you, until this grapple ends, you are considered restrained, but it can't bite anybody else. So that's good news. Oh, well, good. I mean, <laughs> let me be the freaking sacrificial freaking lamb. Thanks, everybody, for running. All right. Um, they hear me just screech out. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. not a common occurrence for her. That hurt must ow. 50 Ye damage? Yep. Mm -hmm. It is a very huge, monstrous terrifying creature and it's points. got her in her in its mandibles all right that's half your hit points oh, you have a lot almost of points. right you have a high constitution of course you do well ranger they're, they're pretty good all right coming up next top of the order darmida it is your turn you are grappled and restrained in its in its mouth and it's it's like fling okay. raising you up it's in the action of tossing you up into the air basically so I can't really do anything but try to get out. Uh, yep, you can try to escape. You can, you can. There is something else you you were mentioning you were about to do. Right. I mean, I will bonus action. Use my. Um, I will rage. Ma this is wild. A freaking ranger raging. That's so awesome. Um, Darmida lets out this yeah, scream and it at first it sounds in her high-pitched voice and it, maybe it's a trick of the wind maybe it's this creature or something you hear it it's almost like something else is screaming with her this loud low male voice just almost this dual tone coming out of her mouth as she as her eyes roll back in her head and she just lets out this very reminiscent of a lost friend of yours. You are raging. Now what do you want to do? That was your bonus. Um, so I'm not really familiar. I know you said it all, but it didn't stay. Um, so I'm just going to try to break the grapple. 
Sure thing. Uh, go ahead and make either athletics or um, or acrobatics. And you, I'll it do is acrobatics. A, acrobatics is uh, dex based, but a little mm-hmm. side note: if you choose to do the athletics, which is strength based, you will have advantage because of this new feat of yours: advantage on strength checks. Sure call. It's a tough one because I have no mod on that. Um, it is your call. So can't all be gravy. Yeah, I know. I think I'm gonna try to wiggle my way out. Sure thing. So twelve. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. you just brace your. You can't. It keeps slipping, and so you can't get a great purchase against this thing. Is it? as it's basically hefting you up and down you're like whoa, whoa, very ragdoll in its hands or in its mouth rather uh all right um i think then that's it i'm then i'm gonna scream out to basically to everybody else yep back here you cowards and help me all right she's gonna shame them into working <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have Fenris. What do you want to do, Fenris? Well, I see this happen. Um, oh, yeah, did lift it up, right? How high is she? She's about 10 feet in the air right now. Okay, how big is the, the, the bus? The bus is probably about uh, total 15 feet high, maybe 10, 15 feet high. So we can't see this. Cool. Uh, well, it's not uniform, uh, though. It, though. Obviously, no, not only it, that, yeah. but only parts of the bus are actually that yeah, high. Like, kind of the, the winchy bit is 15. Most of the platform is between 10 and 8. As you can see, it's kind of sloped and irregular. So if you kind of move your head to the side, and you're up on a horse, so you can see. Uh, Fenris might have some trouble seeing, but you can definitely see. Okay, anyways... Um... Just gonna squeeze a little bit by him on his horse. And so now I see um, this situation. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of. Um, you just see blood just pouring down her legs, just soaking, dripping into the ground. I am going to bonus action Houndville Omen. Nice. Drop your hound. The shadows coalesce behind this thing and into the familiar shape of your wolf. Made entirely out of misty shadows. Yeah. Right right next to its <laughs> back end part of it, I sure. guess. But it, it curves around like that. It, yeah, absolutely. It curves around. Okay. It's massive. In um, fact, at that point, it's kind of bursting out of the ground at that point. So you kind of perch it where it's leaving the ground because it's part of it is still submerged in this tunnel that it dug. Okay. Uh, and I am going to, I feel like the shadows kind of well up within me and I'm going to cast a very familiar bell that I haven't cast in a long while, but this time it can affect other things. And I cast whole monster. Nice. Old monster. Very cool. And thank you, Yef, and I appreciate that. Um, so I, I don't know if it's resistant to spells or not. If it's not, it's disadvantage. It's a wisdom saving throw. It is disadvantage. 
I'll take the seven, and it's a wisdom save. <laughs> wisdom save. DC no. 17, sir. Yeah, uh, I don't think telekinesis is going to work on that thing. That's big and strong. Straight up seven is not going to hold it. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing just, just freezes. And you can see the outer layer of this thing begin to darken, and some of the brilliant red begins to fade as... And the steam is just coming off. It's almost like the from the blue of its spine is cooling everything off very quickly. And so it's becoming very stone-like. So it's just um, kind of like reaching up and like the shadows are just wrapping around it, holding it. And I just save through gritted teeth next to like two uh, the others. Get her out of there. The whole and thing is just thrumming with this pulsing... Uh, magic, almost like this. <laughs> so it's kind of almost like a, a growl that I say to the others, yeah. and uh, that would be my turn. And it nice. is paralyzed. Nice. Cool. All right. That just... That was clutch, man. All right, Fellery, you are up. All right, I swoop down just a little bit over here. I ready the Javelin of Lightning, and mm. I throw it down at its tail. Nice, go for it. You pin pincushion this this thing. Go for it. And by the way, Hold you managed to be about forty five, a little less than a little you're above forty five feet away from it. Uh, but you now yeah. move, so you can move wherever you need to. Just so you know, Direwolf has a sixteen initiative. Thank you. Alright, so let's hope it hits. Twenty two. Twenty two hits, absolutely. And you did have advantage on that, so it's actually twenty three. This thing is paralyzed, right. and you're invisible. Although you're no longer invisible, no longer. So it's uh, it's a bit bizarre as Valerie suddenly bursts into vision, like the wings just all you see is this flap of wings and this crackle of crackle of lightning. Just whoosh, the whole air just flickers brilliantly for a second in this bluish white light, and then the whole thing just slams down into the back of this creature. Uh, the lightning does. Do you remember so how much? It's a, it's a DC 13 dex save. Uh, it fails. A... It fails automatically because it's paralyzed. Okay, yeah. So it's a 46. Four Go for it. Not too bad. Nice. Not too bad. Not too bad. 17 and, and it does take full damage. Okay. It doesn't seem resistant oh. in any way. So it's takes the damage from the javelin plus 46 lightning damage yeah so, so you can roll javelin. yeah absolutely i think that's that's another d6 if i remember correctly oh hold on never mind uh one d8 or it's a d8 four is eight nice okay so it takes yeah, another so, eight nice so 25 total cool very cool. All right, so this thing is definitely just sitting still in the javelin, just embedded in its back, and just all these sparks. Remind me to pick it up. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Yeah, you, I think you do have a bonus action if you want it. Uh, yeah, but most of my bonus action requires key point that. Uh, uh, if you want to save it, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll save it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Coming up next, Hen uh, Wolf, then Henrietta. Um, okay. Uh, Wolf is going to take a bite out of its tail. Sure thing. <clears throat> so let's look at 
five to hit. So I guess it rolls with advantage. It does. First rolls of 17. 17 just hits. It's really Ooh. tough armor, but that's it has to gnaw a couple times, but the last bite does get through and find purchase. And the wolf is just like, <laughs> and it's actually experiencing okay. incredible cold on its mouth. It doesn't, um, actually, hold on. Uh, wolf hit it with a melee attack, right? So it, Correct. the wolf is going to take 10 points of cold damage. Okay. So that takes the six temporary hit points it has plus four. So he's wounded a bit. Yeah. And the, the, okay. the face of your wolf just frosts over from the intense cold radiating from within this creature. It's a strange okay. blend of cold and fire and magma. All right, okay. coming up next. Um, oh, oh so hold on there. It does oh, damage, right? Okay. Yes, it does. Or Sorry. Roll that, roll that there damage there. Roll that damage. So it's going to roll 46 because it's a crit. Woo. Yeah. And... Oh, that's right, because it is restrained. Or paralyzed, uh, rather. Paralyzed. Ooh, not great, but does 10 damage. Nice. And since the target's a creature, it must succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Does that work on things this large? Doesn't say <laughs> It might be size. kind of funny if it did. I oh, doesn't say any size. If you want to double check I that. I rolled a it, two. It can't roll because it, it's an auto fail. I know. Way, I gave it the paralyzed. roll because it's so big. But basically, your wolf oh, just grabs it and is just clawing backwards <laughs> and manages to drag it a little bit. So it's, it. I mean, it's. It's interesting. It, it does manage I didn't even to know this. I, fall I prone it, like, somehow. There's no size restriction. The, basically, your wolf is. Pull, I, I'll give you this. You pull it out of its. Um, out of its cave and it's just like pulling it backwards just about five feet and it doesn't really f I mean it's already against the ground so a couple of its legs kind of collapses it's kind of like falling a, a little bit over and uh, yeah, let's just say Darmida is now only five feet up in the air this thing is huge so literally huge alright so that's, that's, that's Wolf's turn Henrietta so when um, Dermita first calls out, we see Henrietta, like, you know, look over to it and just, like, rear the horse to turn around. Um, we cross over uh, there. And I think, like, we see her, like, getting up on the back of the horse as it's traveling to then jump and grab her, uh, which it ends up not being as relevant now that they're prone. But, you know, she didn't do that when she started moving. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we see her, like stand up and jump off and grab her. And that's probably a whole action, right? Because it's breaking a grapple or breaking yeah. a restraint. So you're, yeah. you're basically breaking the restraint on her behalf. So you hit the hit the mandible and you kind of wedge one arm and you're just trying to pry this thing out of her side. And it is embedded like a good six inches into her sides. Like, let's hope you didn't need those kidneys. All right. Um, yeah. So go ahead and make a uh, athletics check to try and break the hold. It is... Uh, this thing is going to be resisting with... Actually, I'm going to give you advantage is how this is going to work. Cool. I love it when I'm given advantage after I've rolled. Oh, I didn't even see that. But yeah, 24 uh, beats the 17 required. So absolutely. The 13 wouldn't have. So, you know, if that matters. Um, so you managed to... Just pull the mandible back a little bit and the 
it is super chilled. Uh, I'm gonna say that um, uh, touches the mer- uh, you t- do touch it, so you're going to have to. Uh, I'm. Uh, you're gonna take to ten hit, right? points of cold damage from just emanating chill coming from this as your hands almost freeze on contact. So you yeah, take ten points of cold, after, right? Uh, and that does take your action. Uh, you do still have a bonus and a bit more move if you want. Yeah, I will basically try to land back in the, on my horse. Like I jump off and grab her, and then like try and land on the horse. I'm like, all right. So, so you kind of extend one foot and, and let out a whistle. And, uh, and like this bardic whistle and the horse responds is super well trained uh, and steps right in next to you. It kind of nuzzles up in next to you. You get your foot finds purchase on the saddle or, or is it riding bareback? I'm not sure. But you, you get on its back. Mm-hmm. And you you can then drop back onto this as uh, as the I will even say that you've managed to grab Darmida in, under one arm. So yeah, that's the intent to get her yeah. onto the horse, and I will. Yeah. Um, I will say we're leaving now, and I'm going to leave. All right, now uh, you've used most. Well, I, I, you I've used thirty, 30 movement to get there, and you're now mm-hmm. you're now carrying Darmida, so there's going to be half speed remaining. Okay, cool. I have. Did you remember you have horse use of speed, right? Hmm? Uh, that's true. I also have horse use of speed. I didn't even think about that. Thank you. Oh yeah. You're welcome. Um, it was a um, gift. I should have uh, had a scene in the Oasis. I totally forgot about it. That's a shame. Let's flash back to that. Ding, 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 ding. There we go. Uh, Good as new. You um, ask. You will ask Zeet if they if Zeet has a hammer, and it's like the master has no need for hammers. Use a rock. All right. All right. Um, uh, so I don't know how much speed that gives me, but I will use the remainder of it. That's going to be I a lot. I won't use the remainder of it. Everyone is waiting around. Absolutely. Turn order is a thing in this game. Yeah. So you can definitely um, take Darmida and get probably uh, like 60 feet. Yeah. I mean, if I can't move Fenris with me, I really shouldn't. That's how we got into this mess in the first place. All right. Well, you can um, pull even with him if you'd like. It's up to you. Yeah. I think it's probably more accurate because I want to be, um, I want to be able to intercept any attack. Uh, okay. The left arm made. I'm feeling bad about it. Okay, that's fair. But I was like, she should. She's got boots of speed. She should be or flying. She should be fine. And then it's like, oh well. <laughs> Not if she's being torn that's apart. That's the thing that D characters think about. Yep. All <laughs> right. Coming up next uh, is the Magma Remoraz. I think that's how it's pronounced. And this thing is paralyzed, so it gets a save at disadvantage. At disadvantage. Oh, because of the wolf. I forgot about that. Yes, the wolf. Yeah. Oh, this is not going to go well. Oh, nat one. This thing is just locked into place. All right, um, Henrietta pulls up next to you, and you see uh, Henrietta looking down at you from on top of this quite sizable celestial horse holding a still bleeding Darmida. You see Fallery flying behind this creature, and your wolf just against all odds dragging this thing slowing it ever so slightly backwards um all right top of the order if it matters jamita would you want to do anything <laughs> yes oh I do me a favor like Dermita... i'm gonna need two concentration saves from you oh okay mm. 
narratively I'll say I'm like going to heal you, but I don't have the action, so I didn't last yeah. turn. Uh, twelve and twenty-two. Oh yeah, you're fine. Uh, so you've managed to keep your uh, your hunter's mark up just. I mean, that's not how that works, but I appreciate your uh, benevolence. Well, no, the twenty-two it's half of the damage taken. Well, the twenty-two <laughs> was for that. The first one was for her going into a rage. Okay. Because the rage, cool. I'm, I'm ruling that, um, I know a lot of times rage causes you to drop concentration. In this case, I'm make, just making it difficult. Grief. Yeah, totally, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, and the 22 yeah. was about half the damage, so. Actually, you know what? Strictly speaking, I think you did drop your concentration. Because you had 50 damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 25 be, would be half. 25 would be half. So the 22 yeah. is not quite enough. So, so I gotta be twenty-five. You'd have to okay. be twenty-five. So the concentration fails uh, on your uh, hunter's mark. All right. Um. Oh, she's pissed. God yeah. damn it. Uh, she would basically tell. Yeah, you could yell at uh, him to let her down. Like, I would kind of squirm out of his hands. Uh, or, sorry, out of her hands, out of Hen's hands. And, um. Is, is Hen going to let you drop, or is Hen going to maintain the grapple? Well, I, I didn't make a grapple check against her. Like, I, I, don't I know, but you are right. quite strong, and you, grappling is your thing. I did say you've got her in one hand, so you have the choice right now. Are you going to make this? Are you going to let her down, or are you going to drag her back? I will let her do what she wishes to do. Um, All right. <laughs> so she tumbles to the ground. Got and... autonomy over my body. Yep, you yeah. land um... on the ground. The blood, <laughs> like, you were just seeping blood from two your wounds on both sides and it's starting to thaw it was around the edges of the wounds it was frozen solid but now right. it's starting to thaw and the blood is just pouring down over both hips and down into the dirt as you land in this like three point stance bow in one hand now what yeah. do you want to do yeah, it doesn't horse, like, like, say rear, but like, to, like stop and like be like whoa okay there's a thing um, happening yeah. for the boots it doesn't really say whether or not it's a bonus action uh, most action magic items are, unless it says otherwise them? it's going to be an action it's an action usually yeah okay unless it says otherwise it doesn't say anything at all okay so, so I, in, I would say it's in the just past a, it's i don't think we've ever it's never been this tight for time it. yeah yeah it usually hasn't been really combat stuff. yeah so um, I'm you have going to kind of to activate act them yeah, I'll activate the boots. Yeah, and... I mean, what I'm reading just says when you wear these boots, you have a flying speed. That's what it says in what I'm reading. They do have to be activated, though. And activating a magic item takes a takes a turn unless otherwise said, as far as I know. Okay. So you kind of bend right, down. And, so... and you're bent down anyways. Just brush your hand over the inlaid uh, wings uh, embossed in the sides of the, and ankles of these boots. And the, the wings just wake themselves up and pull away from the edges, just attached on each ankle. And begin to flutter. You have a fly speed, and and then I'm just gonna look at Fenris and say, "Ask, 
we slay this thing now? Yes. Or do we run? I want to slay it. Kill it. And you, so you then look at this I thing and it doesn't look I'm very damaged. It. Yeah, like I'm just gritting it and I'm like, kill it to everyone. All right. So at that point, um, I'm going to fly 15 feet up. All right. Um, it's, how much over it does it put me? Pretty much eye to eye with this thing. If you want to be above it, and you're going to have to keep going. I'm going to go 30. All right. So yeah, you, I'll go 30 feet up. You just, just you go from the three-point stance. You look up at Fenders, have this conversation, great. and then leap into yeah. the air and just straight up. And I'm going to bonus action. Um, use a first-level Hunter's Mark. Nice. That's it. I just put and I'm guessing I do I lose my rage at that point? Um now with this custom thing, right? This is a Well no, it's it's a bit like a barbarian, so if you don't attack or take damage, you would lose so if you get damaged before the end of this round, it stays up. Okay. Okay. I mean you can go let it bite you if you want to. Eh? No? Okay. Alright, so you leap into the air and you just bring your bow with you and just look at this thing. Seems like your rage has probably dropped. It, but we'll see. We'll see at the end of the round. Alright, coming up next, we have... Um, Wait, does she not get an attack? Did I miss something? Uh, she spent her yeah. action to do the boots. Oh, right. That's a yeah. thing that yeah. you said. Alright, coming up next, we got... Uh, that was Darmida Fenris. Okay. Uh, so I'm holding it. That kind of restricts some of my other spells. You know what? Um, how far away am I from it? Uh, roughly not 20 that feet. Far. 20 25. feet? Okay. Yeah. From my position where I'm at right now, uh, seeing that Dermide is kind of lining herself up to, to attack it. Um, <clears throat> and it's not that damaged from what I, I see, right? It doesn't, so, I mean, it's taken some damage, but it, it looks damage, pretty robust. Pretty robust. Okay. I am going to... Uh, already using up some nice spells, but whatever. I'm going to cast Blight. Nice. All right. Uh, that's what's the save. It's a con save. It disadvantage. Right. It is pretty constitutional, but a disadvantage can help. Oh, especially when I roll another nat one. Nat a one. one and an 18. That's that a six total, so that fails. So Okey then. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage for your blight. Okay. So with one hand, like I'm still holding on to it. And then as people see, I kind of reach out with the other hand. And I just form, like I just kind of like kind of wave out and people see kind of like shadows coalesce into the familiar form of a wolf's head and it just snaps over it and just kind of washes over like it. Like an oversized. You know, people yeah, people and similar to like what happened to that uh, that uh, joint, that giant way back in the day with I first met Ben Coom, um, how it just kind of like rolls over it and uh, 
starts to ash it. So it will take uh, 88 damage. Okay, and I, what, why not? I'm going to spend a sorcery port to make it. To Are you going to reroll the one and the two? I'm going to reroll the one, two, and three. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's plus four. Yeah. So. 38 plus 4. It's going to bring it up to 42 damage. Nice. Well, in a round, you just doubled how badly it was hurt. Just saying. <laughs> oh, hey, you know. So the shadows just claw in, seeping any kind of break in its armor, and even the blue, the glow along its back kind of fades a little bit. Just a, just a hint as this damage seeps underneath its, its armor and into its body, and the whole thing convulses involuntarily. All right. Uh, it is still looking pretty, pretty robust, even even with that. All right, coming up next. Uh, do you want to do anything else, Fenris, or are you good? Just to be uh, clear, by the way, that yeah. infernal machine does still work. It makes a horrible racket as you drive, and um, it's at half speed, but you can make it move, and it does travel relatively quickly. Uh, at least it might take damage from driving around this way, but it does technically move. Fenris is pretty committed right now. Yeah. He doesn't rage, but he's just, you know, seeing what happened to Darmida. Like he got out of the way and he sees what's going on. He's just like, and he sees kind of like other people. He's just like, what? And just was like, he's kind of reacting and he's in pretty much murder kill mode. Fenris does have two modes. Murder kill and that other one that we don't see much. It's like, people are like, what? Can we run away? Like, no, 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 we kill. Okay, to be fair, people means just just Henrietta here. <laughs> like, no, to be fair, I asked. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to run? She, um, she asked. Uh, I said, no, kill it. Let's I kill didn't want to run, but I was deferring to who I perceived to be the leader. So yeah. there you go. All right, coming up next, Valerie. Um, all right, I shall move around here. I'm like, hey. All right, so you kind of clock cool. it clockwise around the back end of it there. Looks pretty cool as ice. Hey, it's a good time to try one of these little beads of fireball. All right. So, this is a strange for... creature of a blend of fire and ice by the look of things. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, well. Never tried I the beads before. No, I think we'll... We'll see where it goes. So, it's a twenty foot, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to hit the hound. I don't want to hit the hound, so I'm gonna try and hit it around here. All right. So you pull out these beads that um that you you've managed to pull off of a, a warlock's corpse buried in a crypt of the Hell Riders. Uh, some kind of bead. It was it was right in the pelvis. You don't know what they were doing there. But anyway, uh, you pull that out. You pull out one of these fire <laughs> these beads. It's just. It's clear glass, but it's warm to the touch, and there's this swirling flame on the inside. You whip it, and... I'll, I'll take the small speed, because apparently they keep going up in size. It's so true. I'll take the small speed and throw it out. The um... more... The more you know... <laughs> anyway. Uh... All right, so 
Next 15. Do they have to do extra damage each one? Because that would be a really good home rule. Uh, yes, it does. If I use more than one at a time, it increases Holy in level. But crap, that is a, such a... Well... Oh, wait. But given that I don't know what's going to do, if it's immune to it or not, uh, I'm only using one. All right. So it's a dex 15. It All right. Fail. It automatically fails. So go ahead, okay. and it takes 31 oh, points of damage. Uh, except it's halved. So it's only is 16. It? It's immune to fire and cold. Immune. Uh, yeah, sorry, not immune. Um, oh, hold on. Immune, it takes nothing. It's immune. It the fireball just slams. A... Is that macro right? It's just thirty-one plus one d zero. What? Yeah, it might not be doing the math right on uh, roll twenty, but that's okay. It's, it's not still... relevant right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, the fireball bursts behind this thing with this satisfying explosion. Just. <laughs> And this at rock and dust and ash and the it all the scorch mark goes across the armor of this thing and you look at it to see how badly God damn it it had no effect on it other than just scoring the outside of it with black marks. Sorry, bro. It's immune to fire and cold. Oh yeah, eight more charges left. It was a good try. It was a really good try. That was well done to bust that out, but unfortunately it had no effect. Hmm. All right. Uh, you still have quite a bit of movement left if you want, and a bonus action if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I'll probably move closer to back here then. Oh, oh further away from us. Cool. It's probably good. It's going to like do an AoE attack, I'm sure. That'll be fun. I'm excited for, for that. Well, as soon as it's not paralyzed. <laughs> good point. I would, I would love to share your optimism. Uh, but I'm over here. <laughs> it is okay. paralyzed, though. So, Just pointing out, this thing hasn't moved since Fenris's shadows started grappling it. That javelin lightning did have effect, and it is just sitting there and it's embedded in its back. It's pretty close to where you are. If you wanted to retrieve that, I would say that's a move and a bonus. I'd allow that. All right. As the, as the, the monk javelin? basically goes past and grabs it on the way by. You, sure. I will say this. Everyone else who's touched this thing has taken cold damage. Your well, call. I'll, I'll risk it. All right. So you, <laughs> you go flying down, grab this javelin, and yank it free, and you're like, yes. And then your hands are literally stuck to this frozen javelin, and you pry it off and just leave a couple of layers of skin and blood behind as you're like, oh. You take 10 cold damage. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. It was right in its spine, right in the cold spot. Well, not that it has a spine. I think we established that. That's canon now. Yeah, it's too bad that they won't be lightning in the can until dawn. Oh, that's okay. it's only got the one shot till dawn. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh well, at least you it's didn't right. lose it. It's still a, it's still a ranged attack. Absolutely. All right. Uh, yeah, coming up, like... coming up next, we've got Wolf. Wolf is going to bite it again. All right, make your roll okay. with advantage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First one is a thirteen. It just can't get through the armor. Nat oh. twenty. The nat twenty critical, does get through the armor. However, 
Don't forget to take yep. uh, the 10 points of cold damage as this thing yep. <laughs> makes contact uh, and just freezes the, on contact. Uh, go ahead and roll damage as it is the crit. That wolf is doing a lot this fight. You know? Ooh! 19 damage. Damn, the wolf is doing wow. better than a lot the of wolf you. Wolf is like pulling his weight. 29 damage total. Wow. Like from the previous From the previous one tech. too. Absolutely. All right, so nice job, job wolf. This is just like, <sighs> and just pulling parts. It actually grabs one of its legs as it, as its leg is just kind of grabbed it and it just tears it off. Like it's going to be a bone that this thing gets to chew on later. Uh, it's got like a hundred other legs, so but it does do a significant chunk of damage. All right, coming up next, Henrietta. You have cool. managed to free Darmida, who promptly wiggled out of your grasp. You are yeah. still on your horse. So probably too. Um, like I was heading in one direction, so as I like turn around, I probably end up like going sort of in a circle like this. Yeah. Um, and as I as I'm like rotating around, I'm just like looking back, like what are we waiting for? What what? what who are you showing off for? Let this is a waste for all of us here. We could leave. Um, Henrietta, do a perception casting... check for me. Sure. This one's for free. Um, you don't have to. It, it's based on what you said. Um, but I will be casting aid, which uh, heals everyone in a 30 foot radius from me. So sorry, flyboy girl. Um, you are t almost 10 feet up in the air on the back of your horse, though. So she is actually within 30 feet of you. I don't oh, think not not if, if I have advantage. I'll take twenty-one, <laughs> but I don't think I have advantage. So. You don't have advantage. It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah far away. Yeah, um, the Fallery can't get it, but everybody else—not uh, the wolf, but everybody else get. Oh, actually, the wolf is thirty feet from you. So yeah, oh, even yeah, I the, can wolf, heal the wolf too. Totally. If if the um, wolf can be healed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know okay. why I couldn't. Um, so I will use aid. Aid nice. is my favorite healing spell. No one ever uses it. It's really fun. Um, it's a good one. I don't. It's not I touch, actually, right? I probably can. 30 feet. No, okay. it is nice. ranged, which is means it's an alternative to that other spell that everyone uses. Cure um, the wounds. So I'll be casting this at fifth level, which should heal everyone 20, I believe, and increase their max HP by 20. So if you're max, you still get benefit. Nice. Um, so. And Fenris, you have 20 points above your regular uh, hit points if you haven't taken anything. It's choose up to three creatures within range. Um, I don't think I really need it. So yeah, sure, I'll heal Wolf. Why not? All right. Um, You're not going to be so, healing so your horse, on. You healed it for 20? And it yeah, has and increases its max HP by 20. So it can oh. use all of those hit points. Yeah. Great. So it's back up to full. And, and it has so 20 you... on top of that. So, no. So, it, yeah. Well, um, if it yeah, was it 20 down. It's max by 20. Yeah, if it was at full health, it would just go yeah. up to 20 above its health, but it's not. So oh, it's, I yeah. see. So, okay, so it's at 44 now. Yeah. And okay, you would also be nice. 20 above at the moment. Uh -oh. well, and I, took a hit I took a point of damage. So oh, that's know, right. But... The succubus ear, ear, ear piercing. Oh, it's, it's been a while since I got hurt, but yeah. And I would like to use inspiration on um, uh, Darmida. Nice. As a bonus action. Darmida, you get a D... What is it? D8? D10? Oh, it should be D8 for me, yeah. Nice. Um, Alright. And of course, you're going to use this to the opposite of what I'm asking you, but that's not how the game works, so it's, it's cool. 
So I'm like trying to rally everyone being like, we should go. This is a waste of time. This is a waste of like magical resources, blah, 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 right? I'm not going to talk in game terms, obviously, but you know, um, I'm trying to state my case. Absolutely. Because what right. rating is all about. And it's not um, so much so what you say, down. it's the way that you say it. That So it's like, we should go. We really shouldn't be here. We should do this. But it comes out sounding like, get, get them. You will accomplish what your goals are. Think positive. Right, totally. <laughs> totally. You can uh, also, do it. We probably down, shouldn't. We should go. Murderate. But don't. Uh, All right. Uh, that's Henrietta. All right. Is there a way to get that back? Oh, oh god damn it, I cannot get a break. break. I have this really oh, cool monster and I want to murder you all. Oh, yeah. I keep you failing the in. saves. Oh. A three and a five is just not gonna cut it. Gotta get a 17. Yeah, I feel for you. Oh. That's what GMing's all about, yeah. It's okay, you still take damage on melee touches, so it's okay, it's all good. All right, DMs, you know my pain, you know. All right, uh, coming up top of the order, Jarmita. So first order of business, my short-lived rage that did fucking nothing. I'm just pointing that out. It did nothing at all to help me. It would have if it was but a few seconds But it did give me prior. a point of exhaustion. This <laughs> thing. It did do that. So that's I think that done. could kick in after the fight. That would be my recommendation to our fine GM here. His call. Um, but I would say that that's what it does. I Do mean, me a favor. Roll a d6. Narratively, you haven't stopped raging, right? Like, <laughs> a d6? Now I get the goddamn six. There it is. So this will can, this case. You will not experience the exhaustion until the d6 rounds goes by so you get a full six rounds before you're like ah, ah, ow i bit gotcha. my tongue really badly <laughs> I <think> <laughs> um so i was grinding my action. teeth flat all right go for it yeah i've already bonus action before to do the thing um it's a new round though i'm so not you have... doing a raid you do still have a bonus no but i mean the oh. the target is still up right. so i'm just going to take my uh first hit i'm going to use a luck it is with advantage already because it is paralyzed so oh. go ahead and roll again right it's also prone I, though my bad it's so big it's not really prone all right 21 I mean, it, it was dragged back a there few feet go. 21 hits and finds a opening in its the question though hide. is because as i re-rolled it I'll take, redid the damage my first damage was 11. i'll take the 11. so can i and then plus the d6 so that's another that's 15. um this time i'll roll proper okay. i forgot that i had the advantage yeah first strike um Ooh, 26 so hits that's 26 for seven and another uh, three, so eleven. Nice. All right, the so, arrows are finally getting in there, and it, the thing is now starting to look a little bit rough. As you see the, it's uh, as you hit this thing, it seeps, and instead of blood, you see this orangey, liquidy 
like super heated be, uh, liquid start to just pour out of its wounds. Um, and it's depending on where you hit it, it either bleeds magma or when you the second shot managed right. to hit it right in that thing, and it just this full this almost like escapes as steam, like just super chilled. Yeah, and five thousand degree, five hundred degree molten tang, exactly. But when she hits the the blue part of its spine, um, it the it releases this super chilled air, and in the in the heat of the Vernus, it just comes out as like really really cold uh, steam, uh, like frost kind of. It's a very strange creature. All right. And just so you know, I don't know if you heard me, but I also moved um, so that I wasn't right in front of the thing. All piled up. Fair enough. And I wanted to be a little bit more behind it. So sure. maybe it doesn't see me. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So you go a little bit of ways. It's focused on the Hound of Ill Omen. Well, it might be. We'll see. It can't move at all yet. So we'll see what happens. All right, Fenris. <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, so it's it's finally starting to really look wounded, huh? It's looking it's looking a little rough now. It's it's below half. Okay, um, I am going to. I've already spent a few spells I don't want to have to like hoping it can get finished off so I'm going to firebolt it and I'm going to turn it into lightning okay go ahead make your make your roll with advantage okay <laughs> warriors roll. drink that it is <laughs> is not good 500 degree molten tank yeah. hair on your chest second roll is better 18 I think that 18 hits. does hit so it will take this lightning infused flame just slams into its face. Damage. 18 points, nice. I've just been like, like, just you see kind of the, the orb of flame and it just starts to crackle with lightning. It just shoots out again and hits it again. Yeah, and it hits it right in his face. And like, if it could wince and move its eye, it, it, but instead it just takes it and it's just like, you hear this. I love it when I hear stuff like that. Sorry, I'm sure that sounded wonderful on the microphones. <laughs> no, it sounded like nothing at all. Oh, really? Weird. Well, on Discord, I don't know what it sounded like on the stream. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right, uh, next up, Wolf. Wolf. Oh, I'm wolf sorry, Valerie, 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 Valerie. Oh, Valerie. Valerie, yeah. Then Wolf. So, um, you know, having experienced the cold, like touching it, I'm like... Hmm, if I do a flurry of blows, that means I'm going to take that much damage each time I hit it? Probably. So, yeah, so I'm just going to throw that javelin, even though it's not, um, even though it's not lightning. That's fair. I'm still going to throw it. Cool. Uh, uh, do I have advantage with it? <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, yes, you yeah. do. It's incapacitated. And that twenty. Nice. All right. So, so roll just a d8 plus your dex, and pl add one to it as well because it's a magic weapon. So just one d8. I one d8. Double the score. 
And yeah, oh right, you can yeah you can do it that way, or you can roll two d8s, whichever one you prefer. Two d8s and then add the plus four. Yeah, exactly. I'll do. I'll do that. Nice. It's Twelve plus four, so sixteen. Woof, woof, woof! Doing some damage. And then I'll move. Well, this thing is just okay, starting to like. Parts of it that were solid are starting to get a little bit squishy and liquid. Get looking pretty hard. Looking uh, pretty rough. Move over here. Alright, just circling as these people are just buzzing around it clockwise. You can see Darmida. Um, and you can see each other pretty easily as you just whip this thing. Alright. Up next, Wolf. Wolf is gonna do what Wolf does. He's just gonna keep tearing into it. First roll is not good. Second roll's worse. Ooh, no. Finally starts to miss. So roll All a right. nine. Yeah, roll a nine. So it's just trying to... And still takes ten cold damages. It's just raking Down its mouth four. across. Uh, and, it doesn't uh, have... It did get a bit of the so heal. So sorry. It, but did it get advantage on that yeah it did yeah, yeah. He, only had one it, he rolled a one and a four so that's that's not gonna help oh i thought he took yeah. two different attacks my yeah. apologies i misunderstood that yeah all right so. coming up next we've got uh henry henrietta it's a shadow cool wolf. Those are bad yeah yeah but it's got what the dire wolf stat block i believe something um, like that yeah but you know i've played a lot of uh, yeah, i know how strong those are it's not scaling <laughs> to this level um, the temp hit point scale still done, done oh, totally. quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done a totally. lot better than some of you guys. Um, how high up is Darmita right now? Because you're flying, right? She was thirty feet. Thirty. Okay, so I can't, I can't close that. I can't get you uh, in my. Well, if you were uh, directly protection. under her, you'd be within twenty. Yeah, but I got like shield master and. Mm. Um, Aura protection, then I can't use either of those. Um, so I'll glance up at Zermita and uh, I guess I will sort of continue because I, I just turned around, right? So I would have gone. I'm coming back this way now and turning around something like that uh, so that I'm next to Fenris, but I'm just kind of waiting at this point, I guess. Sure. Absolutely. So you're you're turned your your snow white steed around, and you're now kind of standing guard over top of yeah, or next to. Yeah, probably technically somewhere like this because yeah, the steed good. itself is yeah. large. Um, all right. Size categories. And that's your turn. All right, coming up to back to the creature, and this thing yeah, is I'll, just. I'll like hold a move if everyone suddenly decides to bolt for some reason, but that's not expected. All right. Well, I was excited. I rolled a 19, but because of that wolf, it's rolling with disadvantage. And so the six. Is that true? Is it every aspect or just the initial casting? That's really cool if it is. It's just surprising. Yeah, that's the scaling. You're you're muted there. Sorry. Every everyone, it's the yeah. shadow sork stick. It is. That is vicious. Uh, that is a vicious wolf of yours. And it's just... <laughs> You can hear this sound escaping. You're not sure if it's air escaping or like it's boiling on the inside or freezing. It is not pleased, but it is unable to move. 
top of the order, Darmida. Ah, oh, finally. Yeah, she's she's just feeling a little breezier up there. It's a little, you know, warmer, not cooler. Uh, so she is going to uh, turn on this thing and attack it. Make your rolls with advantage. That is so clutch. And this would have been a different fight. What is going fight. on with my internet people? Oh my god. Okay, finally. Sorry. It's okay. I'm having horrible time with my freezing. That's a 28. 28 hits. Um plus All right. So that's 13 total damage. And then she's going to go again. She's pissed. That's 24. And that's a hit. Ooh. For another 15 damage. Oh, this thing is just like. 28 total? You're slamming the arrows into the. raining it down onto its head from behind. It's just like right in the nape of the neck. Just. And you can hear this thing's just like. I feel like I'm I'm just peppering it it this way. Pin cushioned. It is so. so damaged. And it's just the force of that shadow that's just holding it in place. All right? Yeah. And Fenris. I feel like, you know, in between turns, I'm kind of like licking my own wounds. Mm-hmm. Pissed off that it got me so good. All right, Fenris. What do you want to do to this uh... thing? So Fenris is going this, to... You can tell just looking at this thing in the eye, this thing is just on death's door. Yeah. Um, so Fenris is going to cast uh, save his sword points and he's going to cast chill touch. All right. Oh, right. Necrotic, yeah. Of course. Yep. Dumb him. All right. So this ghostly hand appears right in front of its eye and just makes contact. Go ahead and make your roll. Ooh, nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, That's going to so scale well. Yeah. I don't so, even. Uh, you don't actually need to roll. Um,. I think it's a 68 now because of 3d8. So it roll. Let me put it this way. Is that right? Uh, even if yeah. you roll all ones, you can't roll low enough to let this thing live. It had five okay. HP left. Go ahead and describe how this goes down. So just, you know, seeing it, seeing what just happened with uh, Dermid just raining hell down on it. Um, Fenris just kind of like looks it in the eye seeing how it's so frustrated and wounded, not able to do anything this entire time. He just kind of smiles at it and he just kind of lifts his hand up and as he does, like the skeletal shadowy hand lifts up and just crunches it and just basically just crunches it in place. Absolutely. It's it's exoskeleton finally gives way and just and just all this liquid magma and then uh, it's funny because as it liquefies around the outside and then this cold ice blue liquid just flows down on top of it, turning it to solid stone immediately. So what ends up happening is um, it is a vaguely almost melted looking 
shape of what it is, and then it immediately freezes into stone. As just like... And there's this now, essentially a statue of this thing, all damaged and slightly misshapen. You take a deep breath as the threat has passed. And I feel like it's a... Huh? Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, no. It wasn't anything major. I just feel like at this point, Darmita would come back down to the ground and sort of as she's getting there, that effect will happen. Uh, And... This is new to her, so I feel like she's probably gonna have a tiny little, not like a raging hissy fit, but a little hissy fit, like, what the fuck? Yeah, she doesn't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go, huh? ahead and, go ahead and roll a uh, either perception or survival check, because you haven't encountered this before. No, I haven't. Speaking of, can I make a retroactive perception test for my turn since I didn't do anything? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just want to like look around since I'm just waiting. Twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> Nat one on Darcy. Nat one for Darcy. Twenty-one for me. Nice. That is so yeah. on point. All right. Um, really good. So what ends up happening? Uh, so first of all, Darmita's like, "What is this thing?" And you start looking at this and taking it in and looking at the ground, and it's like beautiful mind slash um, boondock saints. You're like, "Okay, this thing." What is this thing doing? And and you, you you take in, wait a second, this thing has a chain around its neck, almost like a collar. You you pick that up and you're like, wait a minute, this thing This this is like a guard dog. And at that moment, uh Henrietta's looking around to like, I don't know, watch out for threats from this thing and is all posted up to watch for um uh for any threats from this thing and just totally out of left field doesn't the the every all it's like the sound in Henrietta's experience just fades away and all you hear is uh Darcy go ahead and roll a percentile dice for me I would love to roll a percentile dice for you how about this one it's a 48 I believe that's the one I want a if I remember correctly calm cool soothing voice enters your mind through your helm the creatures of the plains get twisted and put into service by the devils sent to fight against the demon hordes beware the handler draws near. Darmida, this thing was a sort of guard dog. Valerie, as you go and you've got you go and retrieve the javelin from this, it takes a few seconds to pry it out. It's not it's no longer cold. Um it's cold, but it's not doing damage as you touch it. You pry this thing out and look around. And you hear this quiet applause. And you turn and see this shape 
humanoid shape walking down a nearby hill, applauding you. Hmm. So, what do you want to do? Uh, what do you want to do? Are you next? <laughs> you, you say as you pose, um, ninja style. <laughs> can we make them out, or are they just like a silhouette at this point? Um, you can make them out. You see a bone devil walking out from behind some rocks, uh, probably about 80 feet away, uh, perched up and had been watching the fight, and now as comes walking, uh, I don't know if you guys can see that, comes walking forward. Oh, it's so tiny. Why is it so tiny? Oh, yeah, that should probably be a little bigger. Bone devils are <laughs> a little bit sizable. So so their clapping was like, clack, clack, clack. Yeah, exactly. Or like maybe xylophone sounds. Click, click, click. Yeah. Kong, 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 kong. <laughs> That's the button to resize. Can there I? It is. Because it's a demon... It's a, yeah, it's a fiend, a devil. A fiend, yeah. Well, more importantly, a fiend. Right. Um, whether demon or devil, I don't care. I'm not... Hey, I don't discriminate you against don't discriminate against murder. You, you, you only discriminate, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Devil, demon, succubus. Fiend's a fiend. I hate them equally. Um, can I... Because they are my favored creature mm -hmm. i have the ability with my tracking and my history and all of that stuff to be able to kind of surmise uh historic facts or information about these creatures sure um so uh go ahead and do a perception check i mean that's the technical ability but I don't know how that really in real life would work. Or what are you well, looking for, right? Are you trying D &D, to recognize but... this like bone devil as a specific bone devil, like a named one? Yeah, I guess. All I'm right. trying to see. You take it all in and you I try to actually do it either an insight or perception, and you'll have advantage because you are fiendishly um uh so disaffiliated. Insight, insight or insight perception. Or perception. Uh, favorite enemy situation. Well, it ability. doesn't matter because they both suck. But I've got a D8. Is it? You Probably do have a D8 inspiration. Since... It has not. And you do have advantage. Right. So let's see how this goes. I approve of this use of that die. I'm but gonna actually because because I I have to use it anyway. I'm actually gonna just use it. Yeah. To see nice. how high I can get. Oh my god! What a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> 18 plus 3, that's not too bad. 18 is 21. Hey, that so you turn around and you take this thing in and, and it walks forward. Its arms are kind of lankily down at its side. Well, actually, its arms are up clapping, uh, but it doesn't seem to be a threat at, at, at a glance. Its tail isn't, uh, it's the twisted barbed tail that it's got that is, I believe, venomous. Um, doesn't seem to be raised. It you take in its bony fiendish face and it it looks more like a smiling skull and it, it would be intimidating except it doesn't seem to have the intent of immediate harm as it looks at you all the pale white orbs of its eyes just taking you in and um 
it it looks at you all and says well done <laughs> I'll have to get an, I'll have to get another <laughs> um it is uh infernal unfortunately for you thank you but anyone who's speaking infernal uh, who speaks infernal understood yeah worth mentioning I'm Am I close enough or within range to actually speak back? Oh, yeah. You're actually, it's only about 25, 20 feet away from you. And I do recognize who it is. You recognize not, you don't recognize it specifically, but you recognize the markings on it. It's got little bits of cloth and talismans and, and wrappings in a few places. And you recognize a symbol. This is one of the same symbols that you had observed succubus writing on that actually you can read infernal so uh retroactively you saw a little bit of what she had written in that in that letter of introduction and it was written dearest dearest Val, it has been too long please grant these mortals audience and safe passage for all time's sake okay so you recognize the name, the written name of Bell, and you can the symbol that represents it. And this this bone devil bears that mark on its accoutrements. Cool. I like that. I think that's a really good in game way of making that feature work. So um, I'm gonna kind of kind of strongly yell out confidently yell out well we have word from the veiled one if you'll allow me I will bring you a letter that she's given to us for you <laughs> Bell's what, not here You're man sorry. but Give me the letter, and I will see that it is delivered. At which point I pull out my arrow, train it on him, ah. and say, no, Bell will do. <clears throat> it takes you in, looks at you all. You can handle yourselves. Not bad, but you owe me one pet. Mm. Oh. I'll tell you what. And say what size of pet. <laughs> so, so, oh, this belonged to you? My sincere apologies. Yes. Internet, I'm going to need a name for a pet <laughs> magma remoris. Yes. This is going to be good. Pookie. <laughs> I make no attempt to like hide the sarcasm in that. You didn't. You're right. Yeah. Fine. I was there. I heard it. I mean, I didn't. I will escort you to a bell. 
That invitation had best not be a forgery. Or I will personally eat your spleen and feed it to Flurgy too. Thank you very much, yeah, and that was wonderful. Flurgy it is, but now it's Flurgy too. The Magma Ramirez too. All right, so um, come with me. So the Bone Devil, unless you want to ask it some more questions, it is going to escort you the rest of the way to an audience with Bell. I'm just going to say, uh, as it says that, um, we thank you for your gracious offer and accept your hospitality. I just smile at it. It looks it looks at you funny, like most things don't speak nicely to it. And its its eyes kind of flicker in and out, which you take as it's blinking. And then it goes back. Um, can I get uh, Henrietta? I'm assuming Henrietta, uh, unless you want to leave the, the machine here. But you now are out of combat. You, there's no imminent danger, and this thing will wait for you if you want to try it, uh, to fix the machine a little bit. That's or you can just leave it, Henrietta, machine. if you don't want to touch it. We should Why are you talking to me? Good point. You're up on your horse. Does anybody want to fix yeah, the machine, or are you going to abandon it? It would be me who would, I guess, handle that. Sure. Darmita, I'm, I'm gonna... going to the keeper of the machine. Yeah. Yeah. The keeper of the machine. All right. So you climb up underneath and, and get a look at this thing. It's going to take another strength or athletics check to try and break this thing loose. I, I, I mean, I like, will... if you wanted to, you know, ask me to help do a thing, then you probably would. But I would I at this point. Yeah. At this point, Darmita knows. You, you could um... spend your other rage point if you wanted to as well. Just saying. <laughs> Wow. Evil DM. <laughs> Athletics check at disadvantage. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I gotta figure this rage thingy out. <laughs> so far, I don't like it. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll get help from him. All right. So Henrietta, you've, Dermita asks you to assist. And so, um, either one of you can go ahead and roll an athletics check with advantage. So this is one of the demons that uh, that we're not killing, I'm saying. Okay. Can't keep them straight. Uh, what do you need help with? Uh, and I, will I need you... I'll tell you what. Hmm? Here's how <laughs> the we'll bone devil this. frowns at Henrietta's comment and is like, wait, you kill on sight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't hear um, any of that conversation, yeah. You grab that thing... Pull it out, and I'll hold the machine. Are you still, the advantage? are you helping? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you have the in advantage. her mind. She is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take a twenty-nine to the twenty-six. All right. Wait, is athletics or is it strength? I didn't. I uh, either one. I, either one is fine. Athletics. My is, athletics is way higher. Yeah, you can use that. So you brace right. yourself and ching, you pull out this chunk of. Uh, it's it's part obsidian, part um, uh, uh, part volcanic rock. And it was wedged up in the wheel, but it is now free. So the vehicle has been repaired. You now have an escort and you can drive your vehicle and you get the rest of the way without further incidents up to Bell's um, uh, mountain. The Bone Devil in insists you park your infernal machine at a, at a kind of an 
kind of a nook out of the way and takes you down through a, this cavernous passage down into this small fellerie. Uh, I'm going to get you to do a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, so we're just going into some tunnels. It's not like a cool big gate or like. Uh, no, it's it's. A, if anything, it's a out. back entrance. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure we were gonna walk by like a you know royal guard or whatever. Um, no, it actually takes you through a twisting route that is intentionally difficult to follow. Cool. Um. And at one point, I it's like really tight. It's really tight in here, I assume. It gets pretty tight in Wait, a few well, places. I guess it couldn't be too tight because Bone Devil is large. It is. Um, it it does. It gets a few a little bit tight in a few places, but it actually ends in this one passage with this thick, viscous pool sitting there. It's not ichor, but it's definitely some kind of weird, oily substance. And the Bone Devil look, motions towards you and, and says. Dive in. Within you will find your audience. So I'll be leading my horse at this point. Not riding. Do I, uh, while we're walking down, can I just recall what the succubus heard in my ear? Uh, it was a name. And it was, um, um, V- Verices. Verices. Shh. Shh. It's a secret. Just let me know if you ever need anything. There is a price. Verices. Sorry, can I just uh, intuit? Like, maybe it's a whole. Is that her name? We learned her name. It was like Lauren no. or something. Yeah. <laughs> We did. Oh. We all forgotten it, but but. Well, now we it's Verisess. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so, I figured it was. So she whispered her name. In case. She whispered her name as proof that you are sent by her. Yeah, I mean, this is probably her real name as opposed to what she told us originally. Yeah, probably. Is it V E R I S A S? Is that right? Uh, v E R I S E S S. You get the impression you are not to tell anyone that who doesn't yeah. need to know. Yeah, big deal name. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so the bone devil motions towards this thick black substance floating in this kind of submerged pool uh, and in, in, insists that if you want to meet Belle, that's the way. And you have to submerge yourself in this. It's a pool of thick, black, viscous liquid that will transport uh, you to... I'm going to cast a spell. Can I cast sure. a spell? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to cast Detect Poison and Disease. Sure. A weird spell that no one ever uses. Um, <laughs> it does basically what you expect it to do. I don't Oddly to enough, a bunch of cast. stuff... Like, you get fungus on the walls. You're like, oh, God, do not eat that. That would... Oh, and don't... <laughs> And yeah. it being in hell, there's a lot of stuff around here that's not great for you, so you actually well, the get bone this boom, 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 boom. The bone devil the bone itself devil is... Itself, but also because uh, it detects creatures, not just, like, things. Yeah, know? it's pretty fetched. Um, and, but the liquid itself, while it does... I, you don't want to drink it. it. It doesn't seem to be poisonous to contact. Cool. Yeah, I think it does detect, like, the poison, not just, like, things that are poison, if I remember correctly. I could yeah. be wrong. 
It's um, it's not intending to be poisonous. Submerge yourself, and you will come out in the presence <laughs> of the once mighty Bell. So yeah, we see me like lower my head and saying something soft under my breath, and then I look around and sort of nod it. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't, I don't understand this guy, but I like nod it. You know? Um, yeah, he, um, you don't understand it. It's muttering only in infernal. Yeah. All right, so, uh, sure. so you guys step in. Fenris walks first and steps into this. It's really warm. It's not hot, not causing damage, but it's just soupy warm, like almost hot tub level, but in a really gross kind of way. And you can feel it cl like climb, like clawing up and amongst your skin and seeping through your boots and in your clothes. And it just envelops you. It clings to you as you start to step into this up to your knees up to your waist, up to your chest, up to your shoulders and your neck. And you look up at this bone white skeletal face of this devil and it nods encouragingly. Says, An audience uh, with the master. Great. I just want to actually do an insight check to make sure it's not sure. deceiving us. Yep, like, go for it. A little suspicious. Uh, I haven't done inside in a while. Okay. It's just 10, so I'm not sure, but I guess I'll do it's it. It's a little hard to read. It's it's an hard ominous, grinning skull, and when it's like, go, go on, go. All right. I'm just gonna assume with like the the, the letter. If this thing I'm was singing a lullaby, it would send you. And I'm just gonna go. Yeah, it's sealed in the skull, and you oh, just—it's super claustrophobic feeling as you, and this stuff that like seeps into your mouth and open into your eyes. And just, yeah. Okay, that's fair. You you hold your breath and you go underneath, and there's a few seconds, and you being one to understand teleporting intuitively and through long training, you feel a slight pull somewhere behind your navel indicating you are no longer in the place that you were before and you come back up to the surface and as you come out the, the liquid is kind of slowly coming off you it leaves an oily residue but other than that it, it does kind of seep off of you as you clamber out um and you are in a in a small antechamber that's lit by this flickering orange light it's worked stone behind you. Um, if you're on the new map, you are right here. And there is a a pillar opposite, uh, and there's a bridge leading from... It's only about 25 feet long by about 15 feet wide. And then it stops with this rough-hewn edge. And on the other side of that edge, it is a river of molten lava just bubbling and just bu bubbling and there's this small bridge five foot wide bridge extending across into a darkened chamber opposite the whole place has this oppressive feeling of heat and you can hear this and you feel it in your chest and these sparks just go you see this massive silhouette um, just 
lit in the dark uh, briefly on the opposite side. Just this really massive creature moving. All you see is muscle and shoulders and sparks and then your vision is overwhelmed by the darkness again and the, the orangey glow kind of illuminating immediately in your vicinity but not really showing you much into the chamber beyond. I'm assuming the rest of you choose to follow in this oily, soupy... I will follow him very close behind. Okay, you pop out very close behind and see exactly the same thing. Valerie, how was your wisdom save? Uh, 11. 11? You managed to force yourself to go within, but only just... So you 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 also yep. can emerge from this, Henrietta. It in theory you could drag your horse, but intuitively it wants to not I go wasn't in there. Going to okay, yeah. I, I take a moment and I turn and I put a hand on the uh, uh, side of the horse's head. Um, probably like rest my head on their forehead for a moment. I don't know if we can telepath com- like telepathically. I think we can, but I can't remember. Um, either way, I communicate with it to say something along the lines of. Um, um, you know, thank you for your service so far. Um, return uh, with the knowledge you have seen, um, and I will unsummon them. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know what happens to the spirit uh, when I summon a new one. It's the same spirit, yeah. and it goes somewhere. So I don't know. Maybe they're gonna it, like honestly take it just messages back to Peller. I don't know. That'd be cool. It, it kind of nuzzles you like forehead to forehead for a second. And the side of your head that is um, on the demon side just prickles and itches like crazy. And you just wish you could get a stick in there. to. But the other side feels this cool, cool sensation of, of calm and peace. And, uh, and, the, and the being just goes translucent and is gone. Then you submerge and emer- uh, submerge into the black liquid as well and emerge on the other side next to Fenris and Darmida. Okay. And I will say, um, unless I'm mistaken, which I could, I should double check, but I'm pretty sure that Detect Poison is a concentration spell. Yep. So if anything happens, let me know. Okay, absolutely. And uh, if you're still there on Candy Tree, thanks very much for joining us tonight. And I'm sorry, uh, you can always catch the rest of this if you're still there. Uh, you're, you can always catch us on podcast on replay. But thanks very much for your input tonight. It's great having you. All right, uh, so you can all place yourselves in Bell's uh, inner sanctum, and we can pause here if you want, or we could keep going a little bit more. I uh, I gotta wake up early tomorrow morning, man. Fair enough. So you, cool, cool. you Happy do. Dogs. Yep. So you do manage to see about this much of the chamber, um, which. If you can see that correctly, you see these sparks being kicked off of this massive, literal giant, a fire giant with a brilliant red uh, beard and hair and just massive non-armored, just um, a massive leather apron over its front and it's wielding this huge hammer and these sparks just flying off. You see it in the dark, just... as it's just hammering in this rhythmic fashion and you hear other percussive sounds you're not sure if it's echoes in the chamber or if there are others of these as you see other sparks just little flickers of light from within the chamber 
and you see floating above it, just behind this, you see this pillar of, of, sorry, not this pillar, you see this platform of rock hover into view, down into view, just almost shoulder height of this giant. And on its back, you see this massive red devil with these huge curving horns. Picture Tim Curry, you know? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you see him muttering in infernal to this thing. Work harder, you lazy. Sorry, that was the other voice. Um, you see this creature and it turns its head and sees you all. Welcome. Curious. Looks like we have new guests. And I think that's what we're going to call it for the night. (laughs) Nice. All right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What are you going to say to an archdevil? One time archdevil. All right. Well, I think we'll call it there. Thanks very much, guys, for playing. That was fun. Um, I man, that whole monster. I was just like, oh, I could have murder murderated you all so hard, but I'm glad that, that worked hurt. in your favor. That was I, when I read that. that I was like, oh, it hurts. Oh, yeah. that wasn't even the worst of it. The worst of it is if it swallows her, and it was about to when you held it. You saved her life, guaranteed. Because if it swallows you, you are in big trouble. <laughs> so, I pull her out before their next turn. Anyway, thanks very much, everybody, for playing. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening after the fact and watching after the fact. Thank you, Yao Fen. Uh, and I appreciate the moderation help, too. Uh, so we need a title for tonight's episode. Todd. Are you aware that you still have the no, mod no, on? No, no. Oh. oh, no. I was unaware. We... Awesome. Yeah. Which one? Awesome. Was it the succubus or Bell? It was, it was Bell. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't always have my monitor playing my voice. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, Bella. Oh, come on. Can I have some fun? <laughs> All right, so we're going to need an episode title. Thanks very much. Uh, I'm glad you're having some fun. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I just want to say welcome to Bell, honestly. Uh, but oh, that was pretty that. good. That was pretty good. Yalfen, do you have anything for us or anybody welcome else? To Bell. Welcome to Bell. I'm down with welcome to Bell. That's going to be tough to beat. Unless, unless Yalfen, because Yalfen usually comes up with some pretty. Yalfen does. I say shit. the rise of Flurgy yeah. too. We haven't seen Flurgy 2 yet. Well, now it's now Flurgy 2 has become the Alpha. It's going to oh, be the Magma Remoras. I see. I gotcha. The other Flur- Flurgy 2 already exists. That's not yeah. the next pick that they're it's getting. Just it's just promoted. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. Flurgy's sure. more of a title. Alpha Flurgy. Flurgy's <laughs> a title. <laughs> I don't I know if that's going to be a title, but that is a Flurgy. <laughs> It is how you spent your time. You beat the hell out of Alpha Flurgy. There, 
See, singularly, they're a flurgy. If it's plural, they're flurgi. And this is now the Flurgises. The, the alpha flurgi. Yeah, they could be flurgics, I think. Fl- yeah. <laughs> flurgics. Ooh, right in the flurgits. All right. That doesn't sound right. very good at all. God help us. God help us. <laughs> it's getting late. We're getting punchy. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. We will. Is um... it the weekend yet? Oh, so close. And I <laughs> actually get some extra time. Good night there, Thank Carl. Girl. Thanks for playing. Hey, Carl. I'm, I'm getting some extra time next week, so night I'm going to see internet. if I can get extra games. So if anybody might want to do that. Uh, all right. I think that's it for tonight. So we'll call it there. And thanks very much. So we'll see everybody hopefully Thursday or before. Um, pow! Right in the flur gigs. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> that was Yelpin, by the way. Oh my god. Okay. I saw uh, it was Yelpin. Oh, I'm actually crying right now. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. We'll see you in a, in a week. See you back here Thursday. Uh, I think, actually, technically, if I'll let the players decide, but technically, techn- technically, it would be Shadowrun next week. So we could do Shadowrun next week, or we can continue this game, or I do have some time. We might be able to get a bonus round, get two games in a week. We could do bonus round. Bonus. Oh. That was echoey. I gotta go easy on that. <laughs> I would definitely like to kind of get this going with Doll just yeah. uh, next week. Yeah. All right. Are All we right. Too? Well, we'll um, let's sort it out. Maybe we'll do an extra game. Maybe we'll move the Shadowrun to a different day if that would work for people. And then we could do D&D on the regular Thursday. So if you want to join us live, uh, let's do that. I'll check in with the other players and see who can do Shadowrun when. But I think I'd like to do that too because I'm on vacation. Yeah. It's vacation time. Oh, yeah. All right. This was a long intro. We'll talk about it off stream. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. SideQuest Live. Thanks so much for tuning in. We try to record all of our games as much as possible, whether that's Dungeons & Dragons or Shadowrun or another tabletop role-playing game. Just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved. Our music is all Creative Commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or YouTube replay or Twitch VOD. We always attribute each individual artist, so be sure to check out those individual artist attributions. Lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do. So thank you. It influences our game. It makes it immeasurably better. So, so much appreciation for them. Let's not forget the makers of the games. Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games. And again, we are not affiliated with them, and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game, and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube, and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.